And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Ma Sheen. Washable? Nope. Yep. <laughs> I chose I cracked my beer. Equilateral Souls. <laughs> the Mass Chris Massey. I'm dropped the mic. <laughs> and the Red of Red Baron. <laughs> Good start. Good start. <laughs> Welcome to another live edition of Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Boop, boop. We're, al- we're almost in full capacity. Um, I'm guessing March March 2021. When we have a full show. <laughs> we already have one in January. I don't know. Yeah, there was one when I was when I was here in December. We had everybody here. I think uh, that's last year. Right. Oh, we're talking about this year. Yeah, 2020, bro. Get with Sorry. it. Sorry, my. Apologies. Have we had a full show this year? I think so. I think we had it like the second week of January. Maybe. <laughs> right, well, we're oh for oh we're oh for in February. <laughs> and that's all that I guess really matters. Yeah. Hey, Mock, real quick, this is super unrelated. I just found on the Discraft auction site a uh, Paul Macbeth five-time Glow Luna. First bid, $190. Yeah. It's up to 400 right now. Wow. Jump in there. <laughs> 401. I do it all the so time. High. All the t- every time I see a disc where someone's been like, every time someone bids, someone else bids, I go in and they'll do like 30 and no one will comment it for like four hours. I'll be like 35. <laughs> and then they'll be like 36. And I'll be like, ha, gotcha. <laughs> You it's only backfired care. on me once, <laughs> and that disc is coming in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> a happy mistake, we'll call it. Yeah. I only do it on discs like I wouldn't be bummed if I got. You know what I mean? Would yeah. be bummed if you got gonna this one? $400 disc. No, I don't want that disc. <laughs> I already have two Lunas. I don't need another one. Yeah, come on. I already have that disc that's for sale. I, relevant. No, I don't need more than one disc of the same type of disc. You don't have two of the same disc. Um, that's not true. That don't ca- not make O3s. Are they the same color? Well, they're different colors. Yeah, so then they're different. This would be the same color as the other one. You don't you don't choose your color on Amazon. Well, then stop shopping on Amazon. Small businesses, well, Mock. Yeah, Mock Lamont. Yeah. Listen, Mach I was Lamont. trying to deliver my own package. Mock Lamont. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Kyle's the new owner of a make O3. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Do you know what that is? I do not. Well, you should get with it. I you should just said congrats. You should I literally congratulate. You should complete disc golf with us one time. Frolf? Can, yeah. I lived a frolf. No, no, it's not frolf. <laughs> okay, my apologies. Uh, all right, you can't go. You know what? <laughs> well, no, I sure, mean, the frolf thing is very funny. You know, I'll, I'll come. Sure. Where did you get frolf from? <laughs> the office. The office ladies, yes. right? Yeah. No, not the office ladies. No, Andy but says like, it. I know, but they, they did it in like the podcast too. Like they made a big thing about it. Oh, yeah. And they talked about it. They as... make a big thing about everything. Yeah. Every once in a while, like Angela talks about like what her ass looks like though, and it makes the I, whole thing worse. Well, I guess too. so, yeah. She had COVID, you know. Yeah, there was like one stint where like the show was just really boring. They were doing this, and, the, and then and then Jenna Fisher was just randomly like, yeah, I posed nude once, and I was like, hold on. Yeah. What yeah. just happened? Yeah. I did a rewatch of uh, Blades 30, of Glory. 30 second rewind. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> Um, I love that lady. Starting lineup, souls, or sorry, equilateral souls. Thank you. Do you know what equilateral means? It's equal. What's equal? (laughs) (laughs) Can't use the word in the definition. Second grade. Come on, think back to our geometry textbook. Yeah. 
Give me one and shape that's an equilateral. To summer school for geometry. Give me a shape. <laughs> I did. Kyle, no. give me one shape that's an Rhombus. equilateral. No. Incorrect. Come on, it's so fun to say that. Uh, okay. It is fun. Or trapezoid. Can you say like Shrek? Rhombus. Shrek or uh, Shrek? You did it. Yeah, you said Shrek. You said I did. Shrek. I did. I botched the joke. Just let's move on. <laughs> Shrek check. No, let's sit here. <laughs> to- uh, so triangle? So, what are you drinking? Equilateral triangle, but you didn't say that. I did. Square would have been an acceptable answer? Moving on. What's wrong with the rhombus? <laughs> it's basically a square. Nope. I think the definition of rhombus is totally shut up, not okay? equal. Shut up. Math is stupid. No one needs it. All right. Well, rhombuses don't well, have 90 degree angles. Uh, no one needs geometry. Right that's now you did. You need it right Maybe now. Maybe architects. Yeah, you say that, Kyle, until like the driving instructor one day says, stop at the red octagon, and then you think it's a hexagon and just go right through it. I know what red means. <laughs> he knows what red means. <laughs> Oh, what are you boy. drinking, Kyle? It's fair two roads. I guess. I don't too juicy. To back that up. Too juicy, Paulie said. Two roads. I'm going to keep it juicy, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your clam or the red stop sign? It says it right here. Oh, all right. Hey, Mike Killebrew, what are you drinking? I am drinking the left-hand brewing peanut butter milk stout. <laughs> I like the regular milk stout, and I like peanut butter, so I thought I'd give it a try. Well, That's the watching. first mistake everybody makes. I know. But I like the uh, Evil Genius chocolate porter, chocolate peanut butter porter, so I thought I'd like this one. Pe- peanut butter shouldn't be liquefied. It's not. It's not. It's the flavor. It's not what? literal peanut butter. It's not like Mass? they're pouring straight up peanut butter there. They I'm are. drinking right. Members Mark Purified I was, I was Water. Say, they, they do do H2O. that. H2O? Yes, nice. Mark, I know. What are you drinking over there? Uh, from the Rat Collection. Um, <laughs> Did you just juice? get that? He gave you were me sitting one. here bitching about how many 2018 beers and Coronas there were to drink, and then you immediately bum a craft beer on somebody? He, he wanted me to have it. I, you didn't have to he take it. <laughs> That's what he said. I mean, while he was molesting me in the corner. He did molest him. <laughs> oh, all I said was, if you want I a fucking two juice, you can have one. So yeah. you said you, you weren't going to drink you did yesterday no, while we were do- all, you, did- all he did yesterday while we were doing our, post- our post-game FaceTime shotgun was talking about how much Corona there was to drink, and then immediately goes, "Hey, can I get one of your craft beers?" I ask him. I'm gonna drink those Coronas. I thought we were all gonna drink these Coronas. No, I don't like one Corona. Just fell on the I floor. don't either. One just fell on the floor. Thanks to Kyle. Hey, my my, my Corona. <laughs> Someone has to sing that every time we drink one. All right, Mark, what are you drinking? <laughs> I have from Milk. New England Brewing Company oh, yeah. a Hag IPA. Ah, thing sucks. Clap, 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 clap. It is the Coors oh, Light of IPAs. <laughs> You mean the Rocky Tops of the yeah, IPA? Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. They like the Sea Hag is just the Rocky Tops of Connecticut. I already forgot about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? Toast of Excellence? You mean, oh, yeah. Souls? Oh, yeah. All right, my Toast of Excellence <laughs> to Harrison Bucker for being the only chief to score yesterday. Hmm. All right. Mass? I have two. One is to Fred Van Vliet for scoring a career-high 54 points against the Orlando Magic. Mind you, it was against the Orlando Magic. I think it's a Raptors record, too, isn't it? For most points? Didn't he break the Rosen's record? Yes, he did. Yeah. Raptors record for most points. Um, And my other toast of excellence is to Taylor Heineke for uh, being the best quarterback against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense in the playoffs. He did better than Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes, so... Way to go, kid! Mahomes for Heineke, straight up. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they should have. To, actually, the Chiefs should have to throw in first. Yeah, I agree. I, I think so. Killebrew. Uh, I'm going to go with. Also, going to Harmon Killebrew. That's yes. what I'm thinking about. That's I said that earlier. Yeah, so. but I wasn't paying attention. I, I was too busy trying to think where the fuck I was when this Mike Killebrew thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to get sad and say it's to Pedro Gomez. I met him at a airport in Hartford, and he was the nicest guy. So I'm nicest sad. guy you've ever met. It, honestly, yes. 
Super nice for a somewhat celebrity, but yeah, he's nicer than Mo from Total Wine and Nor- Norwalk. Yes, come on, actually. man, that guy just rides around the buffer and just like. Duh. I know, I know, but I met Pedro Gomez, so oh, R.I.P. Uh, in the spirit of uh, like first time and inclusiveness, I guess uh, uh, Sarah Thomas. Uh, <laughs> she is kind of bad for uh, both refereeing and the way she looks. But uh, yeah. Do you want to elaborate? Well, after I, you know, was just like despairing. <laughs> like why her? Like you know, for those who don't know who that is. Well, r- refereeing for the for the one fan that listens only for hockey. <laughs> They're still um, figuring out why they listen to the show, but they do. <laughs> Uh, for refereeing in uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five, first yes, female official. Yes, yes. Nice, Daniel. Congrats on the. Well, section, I, my man. my whole thing was derailed because he just like because she hot. That's not what I was. That's your thinking. wife talking to you, man. It's yes. not. So what I jerked off to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Whoa, we left a lot of space for that. Do you know who Dean? Am- do you know who Dean Ambrose is? Yeah, from WWE. Yeah, Rebecca thinks he's hot, so she what? has no room to talk. Yeah. That he's guy, hideous. That guy looks like a booger that was on the bottom of he my shoe. He is with hair on it. He's hideous. <laughs> yeah, what he's talking about? Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Doesn't he wear those ugly white beater shirts? He's yeah, wearing he's oh, a very he's ugly guy. Ugly dude. Listen, he was working at his. Car. But at the same time, she at the same time she thinks Kendall's attractive, so I mean, she has no basis of anything. He's a little can meerkat I, can over I there. Throw one more toast of excellence in. Well, hold on. Let Mako first, just in case. <laughs> just, just in case. My toast is to Ryan Suckup. For being the first Mr. Irrelevant to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. He's sucks, that okay? He's Ryan Sucko. <laughs> and I'll <laughs> stand by it. There's <laughs> also that time he uh, kicked the Steelers out of the playoffs. <laughs> After, you know, the, the Steelers kicked themselves out of the playoffs like three weeks earlier. And then we're like, yep. hey, if we get a 56 on this exam and everybody else gets a 42, <laughs> we'll have the highest grade on the exam. They came close to having that highest grade. Yeah. But you don't get to blame somebody else for you guys sucking. It was sucking. that kid in that damn general class who cared too much. Shut up. Uh, it was go ahead, me. Uh, <laughs> my third toast is to LaShawn McCoy, who didn't play a snap for either the uh, Chiefs or the Bucks, and has won two Super Bowl rings. In a row. In a row. Dude, that guy's going to retire. A... That guy's a champ. He already said he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why is he retiring? He could have been, been everything we wanted LeGarrette Blunt to be. Because yeah. <laughs> he, um, he said, if, I, if we get a ring, I'm out. I'm done. What's his name? Did Le'Veon play yesterday at all? No. no. Jesus, what a waste of sign that was. No. You what a waste of a career that was. Yeah, kind of. Uh, my toast is to the GOAT, Dom Brady. No, Tom Brady, for having more Super Bowl rings than any franchise has. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's joined Wayne Gretzky in the like the godly elite category, where only hit, the two of them are. There's, there's, no, there's, there's no other athletes in, in that category. It's just, it's just Wayne and Tom. Tom and Wayne. Tom and Wayne. Robert New sitcom coming to Fox. That's a good name. Real hick, though. What, Thomas Wayne? Yeah. What about this? Hey, Tom Wayne. <laughs> gross. Did um, you have another one? Gross. I did, but I don't remember what it was. It was probably something stupid. It was Tom Brady Never. related. If it comes to you. Yeah. Just you want me to interject at any point. <laughs> I'm already scrolling back, Mock. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was probably dumb. Do, do you want me to say it, Paul? Oh, go ahead. It was the Bucks being the first team to win a Super Bowl oh. in their home field. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Good for them. They cheated. First though. one to play and first <laughs> one to win in their home stadium. I think, the yes. only, I think the only one that's come the closest is San Diego, right? I think so. They lost in the AFC Championship game. Arizona, Minnesota. Arizona years ago. Arizona wins sure the AFC, well, didn't they? they? When they the lost to the game? when yeah. the Vikings lost to the Eagles two years ago, I think they were hosting Minneapolis that year. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
And then well, Arizona those, lost to the Panthers. Nobody's ever played in their home stadium. No, no, but someone played in the Rose, like where the Rose Bowl played. It was either like San Fran or somebody. So that was at the time Close the closest enough. to have like yeah. that happen. I think yeah, at the time. At the time. At but the it time. doesn't matter because it wasn't it wasn't an NFL played. <clears throat> Mine stadium. is to uh, the Cardinals for just having re-signed Gianni Molina. So I'm happy now. Did you get one over there? Get what? A toast? Yeah, it was morbid yeah. with Pedro. Oh Gomez. yeah, yeah, that's right. Why'd you crack your beer? We didn't, we didn't say crack. Because you had yours open. But I opened mine before the show, so I didn't know. Because I wanted to get to my beer. I didn't no, know what you we don't were get, doing. Yeah. I, it was. All right, just crack your beers. Sip Kendall, of you silence. Can't, you can't drink yours though. Oh. Sip of silence. Who, me or Kendall? Who does? Both. Uh, Pedro. Uh. Kendall Killebrew. I like that. Mike Reed. Sip of silence. All right. Mm, that's good. I like it. All right. Shotgun in silence. I'm good. I'm good. So how did uh, virtual go last week? Bad. Bad? All because of Kendall and Rebecca. Why'd you do it on Zoom? Kendall's probably choppy because I'm doing schoolwork. Oh, you took up all the Wi-Fi, Rebecca? Come on. My second graders aren't going to be any <laughs> smarter after this, so... That them. is the accurate face. I feel yeah. Like she oh, make. yeah. Rebecca always looks like she's pooping. <laughs> and like Steen Ambrose. That's right. Which is worse than... She, worse than she, she one time said that she would she would fillet Dean Ambrose Why? at Kendall's funeral. You know what makes no sense? Ooh, Kendall's funeral. That sounds fun. One time she got so <laughs> one time she got so mad, she said that she wished Kendall died. Wow. Yeah. Hey. And Dean Ambrose slid right in. Mm-hmm. The problem is <laughs> she, she, probably, she, pro- she probably spread the back door yeah. for Dean. Ooh. No, yeah, probably. Dirty Dean. Oh, Dirty oh, Dean oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I don't know if I'm excited for this. <laughs> I guess we should just kind of bullshit for three minutes because then we got a guest coming, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see where he's. Do you have at. confirmation? No, you just you just speculated. No, no, he said he. Well, then why do you have to say? Let me check. No, I just want to see if he wants to. Hey, he we're wants here. To double check. Discount double check. Discount double check, Rogers. Kendall. Discount double check. What? Yes, BJ Rogers. <laughs> just don't double check. He sucked. He did not suck. He was overrated. He retired too early, but he. Yeah. You know who else is overrated? Who's that? Me. Oh. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. In what sense, Kyle? I think you're rated just fine. I think you're rated. You're accurately rated. <laughs> what are you talking about there, Mark? What do you think I'm overrated in? I don't think there's a thing. He didn't say. You're I'm pretty so much you like below average in everything I do. I would say you're overrated to play. Now you're, you're above average in time. Thank you. Especially so and speed of service. And you're, gonna you're below average pitching you're against me right now. Average in everything, but you're overrated. Wait, what? You're gonna say that you're below average at everything, but you're overrated. Yeah, I suck. <laughs> I also struck up my killing like nine times. So, so that makes me really bad. Then. Yeah, you're terrible. Okay. So was that dirt dog squad? I would say you're pretty overrated as a perimeter defender and pick, pick up basketball. What do you? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that? I'm rated at all. I'm pretty terrible at basketball. I'm just trying to make conversation, guy. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what's the nature of this Jets coming in? Uh, so basically, for there's a bunch of shows that join the network now. Oh, yeah. So during these next few weeks, we're just gonna profile. We're gonna have them jump on, promote the show for a nice. few minutes, and uh, like we're gonna profile them like. Uh, Criminal Profile, Minds? Profile him how? Like Criminal Minds? Yeah, kind of like that, but not at all. Corona Wines. Yes. Corona Wines so hard. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, 
Presumably, as he confirmed earlier, uh, Boo from It's the Boo Show just coming off his debut show last week. Shut up. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. As Kendall was saying. <laughs> Rudely interrupted by the Ambrose lover. Uh, we'll be talking about his show. Um, nice. And, you know, kind of introducing our audience oh, there to his. Is. And uh, without further ado, um, you can say hi to Boo. But get your microphone on. And there he is. Hi, Boo. Hey, hey, Boo. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm good this evening. How are y'all doing? Uh, good, thank you. Boo is joining us all the way from OKC. Hey, Thunder. Look at that. And uh, I know that uh, he really has no uh, any stake in any sports franchise whatsoever. Go Ducks! Yeah. All right, there you go. Oh, you got the, the, you got the souls. souls. Souls is in. I'm a big fan of the, I'm a big fan of that Coco Pelly behind you. Oh, look at you with the reference. Good yeah. for you for knowing that. Yes, that is a Coco Pelly behind me. My grandmother yes. was very into those. So I... it looks like I show Bob. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, Kyle. The hair, maybe. The hair, maybe. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, Boo is uh, coming off his, his debut show. Congratulations. Uh, this, nice. this past week. Um, Thank and, you. Uh, figured you want to give us a, you know, a kind of rundown of what the It's the Boo show is all about. Sure. Uh, before we do that, is there any way... Do you have the other cameras turned on I, at all? I can no? do that if you want. I mean, if you, if you want Only though. because, I, I mean, while I love staring into your... Lovely Luscious eyes, face. my darling. I, I would like to see everyone else that's in the studio. No, you really wouldn't. I, yeah. Yeah, actually, I would. <laughs> Here, give me, give me a second. Uh, I'll try to get that going. Sure. And while, while he's doing that, I will tell you guys a little bit about my show. Um, it's called It's the Boo Show. Um, and it comes on every Thursday night at 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, and um, it's a different kind of show for PPRN. It's more of a um, pop culture um, kind of a show. Uh, we talk about celebrities. We talk about um, current events um, that's going on in the pop zeitgeist. Um, this week, we'll be talking about uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer that oh, just dropped over the Super Bowl. Nice. Uh, we'll be talking about the weekend's performance at the Super Bowl. I have thoughts and um, a few other things. Um, last week, we got into the uh, into Marilyn Manson. He's been in the news as of late with his uh, relationship with um, Evan Rachel Wood and um, a few other women who have come forward to say not so nice things about him. Um, I think we'll even get into the Army Hammer uh, scandal that's Jeez. been going. Oh yeah, I heard about yeah. that. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. So we'll be. It's only an hour show, but we try to chuck it full of uh, of, of a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of stuff. And um, Army Hammer could take up an entire hour just by himself. But um, we'll be talking about that, and uh, we throw in a little bit of politics, not too much. Um, but and then we um, we have my favorite segment on the show, which is. Um, cock critiques 
a celebration of dick. Ah, <laughs> and okay. what that is, <laughs> and what that is, is um, listeners send me um, their dick pics and okay. I <laughs> take them on the air in a very loving and fun way. I, I critique their cocks and then I put them up on the show's Twitter page, which is at It's The Boo Show 1. Um, so if any of you would like to submit your dick pics... Kyle said he was. We got to get a Kendall Peter side-by-side. Kind of like a comparison of the two models. Like, no, like one on top of the other. <laughs> <laughs> Portuguese versus ginger. Um, yeah, if, if you or any of your listeners uh, what? And then his old delay. That's why. Yeah, uh, he said uh, Portuguese just... versus ginger. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I. It, it's it's my favorite segment. Um, I get to look at dick pics and critique <laughs> them, and I can say it's all part of the show. Um, and I'm just doing my job as a show host. Nice. Um, when I, all I really want to do is look at dick pics. So <laughs> you um, do what you love. That's a great you thing. Never work a day um, in your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that happens, and then at the end of the show. Uh, we do um, an affirmation. Um, I am a psychic by trade. Um, we're going to try and I, I'm going to try and figure out how to get actual audience participation in that. But um, I'd like to do psychic readings at the end of the show. But um, all of that in one hour, ladies and gentlemen, just nice. chock full of everything and dick. So. <laughs> he cannot emphasize that enough. That. enough. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As being the, the, the hallmark of the show. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, derail your upcoming show too much, but I don't know if you wanted to, because, you know, we, we all obviously watched the, the Super Bowl uh, yesterday. Sure. And, and for us, I mean, the halftime is always kind of whatever, you know. You know, we'll, we'll, we, we watch it, but it's. Uh, I think for some people, you know, they're really into it. Like, you know, if you're not into, you know, watching football, yeah. halftime is like, you know, hey, this is the the, the greatest Time thing. I watch, yeah. Um, but would you mm-hmm. give us like a sneak peek of your your feelings, or is that is that going to be giving away too much for your, your show? No, not at all. Um, it was boring. Yeah. It was straight up boring, <laughs> and I still don't know why the dancers had jock straps on them. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, that was the only that was the only that was the only interesting part of the whole halftime show was like wow they're all wearing jock straps and they're not supposed to be um it's not actually supposed to be jock straps um and we'll get into um what they're actually supposed to be because um the weekend explained um what what those bandages really were supposed to be about and we'll get into that tomorrow night but um i but there is an explanation behind uh, the jock straps on the dancers' heads. I'd hope. Yeah, but I—I I, I mean, it was. I, I've seen. I—I I think the weekend, honestly, is one of those people who um, does better with just a microphone. Just put him in front of a microphone and let him sing. Um, he. Whereas the Super Bowl requires a performer 
mm-hmm. and he's not really a performer. He's much, he's much more in the vein of Adele, um, but only with you know, pop slash R and B music. Um, he's very much in the, you know, get Adele behind the mic and she'll blow everyone away, but she's not a Super Bowl performer. No. And the weekend is in that same category. It's a good assessment. I never really thought of it that way. Yeah, because you look at people like like Janet Jackson, Beyonce, like Katy right. Perry, like Shakira, like those people. They, they're performers. They can do a lot more than like you know the moves and the, the yeah. Katy, what did, didn't Katy Perry bring out like some like humongous tiger or like yeah. lion? Yeah. Like, shark. Well, she had the, the, the shark, shark, but then yeah. she, also, she wrote in she, on yeah, a yeah. Didn't she like write in a yeah. giant? Yeah. Thing, like, yeah. There was, yeah, she did. So much more theatrics where, like, The weekend kind of just spun around with a he selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, the memes have been glorious um, as far as his performance goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that tomorrow night, too. We'll read a few of the memes. Um, most of them um, are surrounding that really weird room. Room. Yeah, that I got super dizzy watching in. that. <laughs> As well, you should have because that's what it. You know, it, it was. It was certainly uh, trigger-inducing. If you had, you know, epileptic seizures, no one would have blamed you for that. Um, <laughs> yep. So, have you guys been talking about the Super Bowl? Uh, no. we're we're gonna get into it in a minute. We wanted to, you know, make sure we we, we got you on. Um, but we, we're gonna we're gonna break down that for well, a little bit we're gonna do a very brief talk because i mean what you're gonna cover from the super bowl is stuff that's not talked about like the, the stuff like what we do with the sports like it's all that's been talked about for the past 12 hours like no one gives a shit what we have to say about it so we're just gonna we're gonna touch on a couple points and then we're gonna we're, we're gonna put football on the back burner until september or oh, like next week huh? or march when free agency starts <laughs> one, one day for the draft and the rest of it's all just baseball right <laughs> Basketball. Oh, no basketball, right? Basketball's happening right now, right? Yeah, basketball's kind of reached like that weird point now, though. Like, because they're not doing like the all star. Well, they are they doing are, the all star game. Pissed. But everyone, like, nobody <laughs> wants to do it because of the shortened season and all the blah, blah, blah. Um, so, like, basketball's not really going to be yeah, exciting again until until the playoffs. Until the playoffs. I mean, a couple yeah. big things will happen here and there, but. Yeah. Weren't they supposed to be doing something like a alternate all-stars is that something is that a headline that i was reading they're trying to figure something or, out because lebron's bitching so they're yeah, trying to make him of, happy some of the big names are like complaining because like like they they just with, want a weekend off well with the with the bubble like the season went later and yeah. then it started so they didn't get the normal rest time that these divas need fair. um mm-hmm. yeah it's very fair they're only making 45 million dollars a year and three months wasn't enough um correct but uh <laughs> So like, uh, I don't want to play in the All Star game. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, the the problem is in the bubble there aren't there isn't enough hookers and coke to go around. <laughs> yeah, they only had uh, what Disney would allow. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and J.R. Smith was J.R. Smith was in the bubble, so there was definitely no cocaine or hookers for anybody. But him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because All Stars Weekend, you know, that's when that's that's the gold digger come up is oh, yeah. All Star Weekend. Oh, yeah. oh, stud show. <laughs> I mean, did you guys talk about uh, courtside Karen last week? No, we did not. Actually, we should talk about that briefly today. 
I think it's a very interesting topic. That was very interesting. <laughs> Kyle, you have no idea what we're talking about, do you? No the idea. The lady who screamed at LeBron and said, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> right. LeBron told her to sit down here. Just high class. Like that. Yeah. Oh, good for LeBron for sticking up for himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, well, you know, I, I actually talked about uh, courtside Karen and courtside C- Cody uh, <laughs> last week on my show. Uh, so I um, I do talk about sports, but only peripherally. And <laughs> my whole point is people need to remember when you're at an NBA game or any sporting event, it is not a WWE event. <laughs> you know, when, when you're at a WWE event, it is encouraged for you to scream <laughs> all sorts of things at, you know, the wrestlers that come down the ramp and you can flip them off, you can spit at them, you can throw drinks at them. All of that is encouraged, especially with villains, quote unquote villains in the WWE. Yeah. But in the NBA and the NFL and, you know, all the other N-words out there, <laughs> um, it's just not it, it's not a wwe event and so don't be surprised if you treat it like a wwe event and you get kicked out of the stadium yeah i think she just did it for the social media clout because she knew she'd go viral i guess but but she made she made a um she made her instagram private um well, not too long after that so who knows? I mean, I mean, speaking of uh, All Star Weekend come up, I mean, if you see her and you see her husband, you know that he didn't, you know, marry her for her intellectual prowess. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, Kendall. I just took over your show. No, no, no listen. This is this is your your time to shine. I'd rather listen um, to you than we Kendall. want. We want the fans and the viewers to know what they get, what they're getting when they tune tune into the Boo Show. Yeah. Dick pics. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, I, this is the part where I put the, the the staff here on the spot. If everyone has any questions for for Boo, it, it, his show, or just you know, yeah. uh, he does tarot card readings as well. If oh, nice. Any, any interest in that? And uh, just put you guys on the spot if you guys had any questions. I've gotten a tarot card reading done twice in my life. Both times they said uh, like something along the lines of like serious change is coming like very soon for you kind of thing. And in both instances, a relative died within two months, so I don't want to get them read ever. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a serious change of events in your life that's going to, like, drastically alter, like, how you live. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, boom, dead. I was like, okay. We're no stop these. I, only, I only got, like, I, I got a dad left. And, I mean, he's kind of whatever, but he's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry that you went through that. I, nah, it's all right. Um, yeah, I... I have an ethical responsibility to tell the truth as I see it. And so that means that if I saw something that was, you know, not so good, I would tell you. But that is not, you know, what I what I set out to do in my readings. No, of and, course not. Uh, you, you, you know, I I'm again. I'm sorry that uh, you had to go through that, and I I would hope that if you ever got them done again. In fact, and and this is a a pro tip, um, you can t- actually tell your psychic um, where you want the reading to go. You can you can say, I just want to focus on my finances, or I just want to focus in on my love life, or I just want to focus in on X, Y, or Z. 
Um, and, and that way you control how the readings go. So that's a pro tip for anybody out there that's thinking about going into a reading, but are kind of afraid of what the future might hold. You can choose to say, I want to be read like this. And if your psychic is worth their weight, um, um, in salt, <laughs> um, then they will, they will understand and respect that. Now, you think if we could get enough people together to like put images of tarot cards on dicks and send them in, you could do like a, a dick pick tarot card reading. I would love that. Um, we need 72 people to commit to that. We got six right here. Peter's upstairs. I'll round them up. I'll call on my friends at the marching band. We'll get that going. <laughs> Mark, you were talking about a company picnic earlier. <laughs> what? <laughs> Leave me out of this, man. I feel like Mark is not paying attention at all. <laughs> he's playing Madden. He's, he's, he's there. Dialed in. He, he just wasn't expecting to be called on, that's all. Yeah. Uh, uh, so a big part of our show is the, the, the drinking component. Um, now, uh, I know kind of in our discussions, I know you're a fan of the, the White Russian. Is that correct? I am a fan of the right Russian. That is true. It's a beautiful cocktail. Make a hell of a Caucasian, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more privy to the black Russian, but no, I, you know, it's the. I'm not a big cream fan. Like, like uh, even even like like in like coffee yeah, and yeah, it's pretty good, Paul. Okay. All right. You want but, one? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, but like the the white Russian, black Russian, like that little family of cocktails, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mudslides are yeah. delicious. Yeah, frozen uh, mudslides. Mud, yeah, they're like a chocolate shake with with vodka, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. vodka and Kahlua usually something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much a uh, I. If I'm going out to drink, um, the drinks have to have have to come with a paper umbrella in them. <laughs> I That's the requirement. Am, <laughs> pretty good requirement. I, I, well, I mean, I what I'm saying is I like a nice fruity drink with a lot of vodka in it. I, I'm not a hard liquor person. I, I will do a shot and then I'll and then I'll be done for the evening and just go back to my fruity vodka drinks. Um, it's the complete opposite um, of Kendall. Kendall's usually the guy that does about four or five shots. And then finishes off with four or five shots. Yeah, like, <laughs> gotta go for it. Like that was good, but let's do some more. Give it round. Give it Jack Daniels to chase down this Jim Beam with. <laughs> I'll never forget one time, and this was a life lesson for me. I was at a at, at a backyard party. It was a Fourth of July party, and um, someone handed me a drink and said, "Drink this." <laughs> now understand. It was a house full of people that I knew and I knew well, and I was comfortable with all of them. Um, had a stranger handed me a drink and said, drink this, I wouldn't have done it. Uh, but someone handed me a drink and said, drink this. And so I sat down and I nursed the drink for maybe a half hour, but I finished it. And I decided I want another one. And I stood up and I was instantly drunk. Um, and 
And I went to that person and I said, what did you give me? And she said, oh, I gave you a trash can punch. <laughs> Yikes. And um, even though it was a, again, a party full of people that I knew, it was a lesson learned. If someone hands you a drink and says, drink this, you ask what's in it so <laughs> yeah. that you can protect yourself from that. Man, I don't Just think I've quick, done that what once. Exactly. Um, you got the nutrition facts on this? <laughs> <laughs> what is the calorie count on? I had a basket. Someone hand me a drink, a mystery drink, and I'll say, well, how fast can I drink this and be okay? Yes. Yeah, I can vouch for that. <laughs> I've, okay. I've, I've seen some questionable in ingestions on Kendall's part, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> goes without saying, most of the time. You want, I saw you one time drink a pint glass of jungle juice that had been sitting on a counter for a week. With a hair in it. <laughs> That's Probably. not true. <laughs> the hair part or the weak part? Yes, the hair part. The hair part. Okay. I mean, uh, anything old Probably will be did. just fine. It will be just fine. <laughs> this, is Kendall's, this is Kendall's whole attitude. If there's more liquor than, like, juice, then the liquor keeps the juice it'll, from going back. It'll kill the germs. I drank yeah. some beers from 2010 about two weeks ago. How'd that go? Yeah. All right. uh, about as good as you could imagine. That's good. What, was it canned or was it I mean, bottled? It, it was bottled. Everything it was, was sealed. It was in the back but... of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, it was just in a milk container. They used... <laughs> back when they used to put when they used to put uh, beer in cartons. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Dave's. Dave's. So I was just so then was it flat? A little bit. I it mean, wasn't it wasn't not flat. It didn't taste as fresh, uh, but as a twenty twenty beer. But... Right, but it was it was you know. Crap beer, anyway. It was Got like a, the job done. Yeah. Dude, Where did you find this beer at? You know, it was at Dave Sheehan's house. He had beer from 2010 that he hadn't gotten yeah. rid of. An he, aged beer. He says he doesn't entertain much, so that was really? uh, <laughs> <laughs> ten long years. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that beer was from like my junior year of high school. <laughs> aged like a fine <laughs> wine. Graduated. Yeah, it's a little crusty around the edges. Yeah, I mean that's so funny. That, that beer was like an adult before I was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> That's crazy. That does not sound like Dave Sheehan at all. It, uh, I mean, Dave Sheehan strikes me as a person who's very, very much um, anal retentive and everything has its place and, you, you know, very um, that way. Very so that he had That he had beer... 10 year old beer that just does not sound like him at all but well i helped him out i had i had a probably like 11 or 12 so thanks doing god's work kendall doing god's work yeah (laughs) (laughs) i helped him out just throw him away you got a serious problem no um well does anyone else have any questions uh for boo I am curious about the dick pic segment. Not in that way, but like, so what's the, <laughs> no, what's, like, what's no, your info? No, but like, what's the, what's the point of it? Like to like give them honest ratings or like to give them tips on like how to like groom it or something like that. Like how, like what's the point of the segment? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, is Quick it to fluff. make them feel good? Or you give them like honest ratings. I honestly, well, like, um, like last week, um, I had a couple of dick pics and, um, one was from a 19-year-old sophomore uh, in college. And, you know, I, I honestly just described what the dick looked like. 
Um, Describe how like compared it to something, or like I'm just curious. No, I I was okay. So I'm I'm just curious. This is so funny. I know. I'm I'm trying. I'm picturing it in my head. So I said, okay, well, (laughs) it looks like he shaves his pubes. Nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fell into that trap. Man buns, baby. Um, it looks like he, you know, it's an average sized white cock, you know, no more than six and a half inches long, uh, cut. It was thick. Uh, (laughs) um, no veins. Very, very smooth. Sans veins. (laughs) It's like this, like describing a racehorse. (laughs) (laughs) Purebred. No, wait, have you received a flaccid dick pic yet? Yeah, the second person that the hell do you I do with that? Produced. That's what I would send. Oh, a button. I would just send a flash one and be like, I want you to rate this in its dirtiest way. Yeah. It's like an elevator well, button in Brillo. It, it, he he sent me the, the second person was an older gentleman and he sent me a full body shot. He was a big <laughs> hey <early>. there. <laughs> big burly bald hairy man. Um, for you. And <laughs> White guy, and he had an uncut cock, and Jewish, it was huh? small. <laughs> and I and I said on the show, I was like, I would really like to see this at at its full mast. At its full mast, yes. Full Only mock. because you know it's hard because it's hard to honestly judge dick when it's flaccid. No pun intended. Because uh, unless you just have a big dick. You know, Ball. but you know, one of those, one of those guys... wind socks. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a smaller dick, then I I'd like to see it at its full mass because because there are some guys that are growers and not showers. You know, he yep. could have a donkey dick, but you would never know because <laughs> new Mario it's character. <laughs> <laughs> so many amazing terms yeah. in this first hour. <laughs> Need to re-listen. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it was basically that kind of a conversation, um, but all by myself. You know, just basically describing the dick. You know, describing whether or not I would go down on it. The first one I said I would uh, without hesitation, and the second one I was like, I need to see it at full mast for me to make it that determination but i said but at the same time i said i love your hairy body because i like a big burly hairy guy so um yeah and it's all in good fun it's so i i'm not mean to anybody i refuse to be like you have the worst cock i've ever seen in my life and <laughs> i have definitely heard that you'll kill yourself well, i can't <laughs> so, i can't wait for the dick pic that you get though where you're like it looks good, but there's something about it that makes me want to know what it smells like first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'll be um, Kyle's. Oh. Man, you guys yeah. love coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we listen to you know, sports broadcasters analyze, you know, football players and all that. And we listen to it with like well, I wasn't sure where that was going. For su- a second. <laughs> su- such <laughs> in, listen to such intent, but you know, you can listen to Boo and he'll give you a play full, by play on full, the deck. Yeah, full phallic analysis. Here we so, go, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Pro phallic focus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I said, I'm never mean about it. I'm always kind. Well, that's good. And. Um, I would love to see people's dicks. I, I actually, I, 
I don't want to take full credit for it. I, I was listening to um, an, an, a, another podcast, a, a very famous podcast uh, run by two drag queens, and it's called Race Chasers. And um, two bears, not what it's not what it sounds like. Um, anyway, um, and they field audience questions. Um, you know, it's usually relationship advice, whatever, whatever. But in general, the people tag, um, put their dick pics in the questions. And so they answer the questions and then they look at the dick pics and, you know, analyze the dick pics. And I thought, I want to analyze dick pics. I do it. Why can't I? God damn it. Right. But I was like, but I'm horrible at relationships, so I don't want to answer relationship questions because what the fuck do I know about relationships? You just want to dick. I just want to look at dick pics. So it's an admirable goal. Man. Carved out ni- uh, quite a nice lane. Man. Yes. Uh, so, Boo, where can they find It's the Boo Show. It's the Boo Show premiere, or not premieres, it's the Boo Show happens every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on PPRN Radio. Um, You can follow me on Facebook at It's the Boo Show, on Instagram at It's the Boo Show, and on Twitter at It's the Boo Show 1. That's It's the Boo Show number one. Um, and if you want to send me your dick pics, you can send them to it's the boo show at gmail.com or send them to my Twitter page at it's the boo show one. Please don't and... do that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, no dick pics please on Instagram and Facebook. Please don't put it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yes. Please don't put it on Facebook. I'll get banned. Yeah. <laughs> no Facebook dick pics, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For those, you're going to want to and... go to. Um, Milwaukee's best. <laughs> I don't have a Facebook anymore. <laughs> and do tune in. I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about dick tonight, but I have a full hour to fill, and I don't spend it just talking about dick. I probably spend a good 10, 15 minutes talking about dick, and the other 45 talking about everything else that we've talked about. This Sounds season. like my sex so. life. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much boo it's been a lot of fun as always it. yeah absolutely well thank you guys for having me i really appreciate it and um i hope to see one of your dick pics <laughs> oh. multiple of your dick pics we'll hold kyle down kyle group photo yes please do that group photo that's hilarious. just all stand in a circle touching tips and he has to guess who's who's no, no, who has no, the nicest kind no we don't touch tips we gotta get like we gotta form like a star with them so perfect it's like, it's like it's like head to base like, all across the he has to guess who is who. don't worry <clears throat> i'm real in on this yeah, yeah. <laughs> brainstorm my, you my favorite part's gonna be me. oh of course i really yeah. appreciate it thanks for coming um, on and I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay safe. What a nice gentleman. Yeah. So <laughs> mock, <laughs> really mock there, please. There's a whole lot of mock right there. That was very funny. <laughs> he called you out for not paying attention. <laughs> that was, I was listening. What? <laughs> Sounds well, like a good show. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to listen to it. The boo thing. It's it's funny because I mean you know usually you know we, we'll mention a penis once on our show but that was a lot. <laughs> we mention one every time we introduce you. Yeah. That's true. 
Here, that's let, set the record right there. Let's uh, let, let's get the the elephant out of the room here, though. There, I, I, if I'm alone in this, and I'll take full credit for it if I am, but there's no way that like we're all gonna go give the Boo Show a listen. Yeah. There's no way you don't look at the dick pic, right? Like, there's no way. Once he describes <laughs> it, man. there's no way he's like, yeah, this dick is blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, I gotta see it. I have to see what the <laughs> Whoa! dick is. <laughs> he was <know>. right. <laughs> but there's just no way, right? Like, is there, do you not go look at the dick? No, I, I think dick? you're right. I'm I mean, comfortable enough with myself. Yeah. When you see someone I'm like, very uncomfortable with myself. That's why like, I want to go look at it. <laughs> People are like, hey, I caught this big bass over the weekend. I want to see the fish. This oh, big, big bass. <laughs> How did uh, how'd you cross paths with that guy? He's on a Pete's show. Oh, okay. Uh, so nice. Actually, he's the the longest tenured member of the Peter Pino show. Been how did he meet Pete? They found on uh, on some website. It's kind of like you know, hey, feature me on your show. Yeah. It's just one of those. Oh, nice. Dickpicks.org. So. Omegle? Omegle oh, oh, is the name of it. <laughs> oh, man, that's a throwback I haven't heard in forever. Chat roulette. Oh, oh man. Oh. Chat roulette. Yeah, you can see a bunch of My penises on there. goldfish cock. <laughs> What? what is that? <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping the dick going. Sure Real quick, <laughs> we'll, we'll do like 15 minutes or so of Super Bowl stuff before we, we go to break. Let's, let's get that in before so we get, get be done with football. Um, but before we do that, I want I, I actually realized I didn't introduce my beer, so I am drinking the All My Best Friends Are Hopheads <laughs> from uh, Armada and Beard. Nice. Very good Collab. beer. Nice. Collab, yeah. You had it? Uh, imagine you just had tried some. I poured it oh. I was like, I'm trying to get back into the beer reviewing from my journal because it's been some time because I couldn't find my journals. Uh, so I I reviewed this one real quick and I poured out a sample for color. So Mass took a Mass took a sample. Very good. Mass, cool, you gonna finish cool that fucking water anytime soon? Yeah, this is good. Don't don't chug it. Don't chug it here. I'm thirsty. No, I know, but I'm saying, but like, if you don't want to chug it, you don't have to. I, I got the <coughs> I got cups. I forgot all about them. Thanks. Uh, all right, so. Super Bowl, if you didn't watch it, Why? cool. You were lucky. 31 <laughs> to 9, Tampa Bay over Kansas City. Tom Brady completes his quest for seven. Um, here we Bra- go for eight. Yeah, here we're getting ready to gear up for number eight. Um, I got to tell you, if he wins an eighth ring, like next year, if he be- goes back to back and wins an eight, I hope he wins ten. Yeah, I hope he wins him. ten at that point. He's got to like start traveling around the league. Because you think about it, if, if, imagine if he gets ten before Super Bowl sixty and he wins, he has a sixth of Super Bowl rings. Yeah, it would be. Doesn't he already insane. have a big fraction of them? He's played in what, like eighteen percent of them or something. Yeah. He's played Something in ten, like right? Eleven. 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 No, this was ten. This was ten. This was ten. He's played in ten out of fifty-five. So whatever that math is, yeah. yeah saw, he's shooting seventy percent there, Bob. <laughs> That's saw, not true. <laughs> I saw this post that said Tom <laughs> Brady has played in every Super Bowl except the other forty-five before. <laughs> uh, that works out to eighteen percent of the Super Bowls. What did I say? See, you I'm said eighteen. You said twelve. Paul doesn't believe me. I don't believe you. He said 12. He said 18. Play the tape. He did say 18. Thank you. No, he played 12. Did you guys see the thing that his win percentage actually went down this year? Yep. Yeah. I like this camera angle. Bummer, huh? Yeah, this this is the ESPN 2K5 camera angle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did he hang up? No, no. Oh, I thought he hung up. Turned off the video. Fuck you guys. Vince Young's got touchdowns to throw. (laughs) Transformed into a Scrabble tile. (laughs) Um, There's no one on there. So, 
I mean, we're not going to sit here and break down the game. because no. if you We know what it was. Right. I mean, there's, there's a very off chance you didn't. Even if you don't care about football, there's a pretty good chance you watched the Super Bowl. And if long, you didn't, just go watch it. Long story short, turf toe hurt Mahomes. The offensive line was not oh, what it was supposed to be. Brutal. None of the receivers could get open if you weren't named Travis Kelsey. And the defense played like bunts. The whole team forgot to show up for the biggest game of the year. Yeah. Bar I mean, That's really yep. what it was. Um, and it's going to be... Hilarious when Todd Bowles gets another coaching job out of this. <laughs> He's a good DC. He should not be a head coach. Yeah, well, but that's not how the NFL works. Oh, I know. Adam Dace <laughs> well, will get another one. Even when he was with the Jets, the defense was no, always right. no. They were decent. Right, but, but, when with the the, Jets. but when you're the head coach, there's more reflected on it. But yeah. Like, the he comes out and he like takes this Tampa Bay defense, which honestly, secondary wise, was kind of slaughtered all year. Yeah. No, but that, had a, that front seven though, but had unreal. A, well, they have a they have a good front seven against the run. Their linebackers are kind of so so. They're like some. They're on and off against the pass. The, the linebackers. Oh, you mean that's the pass? I was like, Devin White is on. No, their front seven is great against the run, but their their linebackers are on and off against the pass. The front four is good no matter what. I know. Hey, the most important thing is that Blaine Gabber got his. <laughs> finally did. Yeah. Just wanted to sprinkle that in, didn't you? And Sue got one. Yeah, he did. He finally got one. Is that his first. Do you know how many yes. of these guys were looking for homes? Fournette, McCoy, <laughs> Gronk. Brown, Gronk. Well, Br- Gronk wasn't, but. And they're Brady. all the guys that got used yeah, in, Brady, in the Super Bowl. Well, except for McCoy. <laughs> but Nadamik and Sue. I mean, these are all guys. Todd Bowles. Yeah. I mean, these, Bruce Arians. All these guys were homeless a year ago, except for Brady. But Every single player that scored a point in the game yesterday wasn't there 11 months ago. Well, right. for I mean, Tampa Bay. Right. Yeah. I'm about to say, Bucker was there, man. Bucker's Stop with Harrison Bucker. Harrison Bucker is the GOAT of Kansas City right now. I can't even imagine um, what the odds would have been on the Chiefs not scoring a touchdown yesterday. Oh, some hammered that. Must some douchebag bet it. Bet it though. I, I think oh. I saw some. Some guy bet five bucks on Mahomes not throwing a touchdown and won like four hundred eighty thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that old bastard I mean, who bet the bucks <laughs> three and a half million dollars. I'm a big fan of all the like way too early Super Bowl odds for next year. Like the game hadn't even been over for five minutes. I got an update: Chiefs Packers Super Bowl odds. <laughs> like, oh, the guy, the ones that just got slaughtered, and the other yeah. ones that didn't make it. Let's count the guy out that beat both of them. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm excited to jump on the train again, where I'm going to say that but. he's done. He should retire, and then he's going to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, he already said he's coming back. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Rinse, repeat. Brady Brady should retire, regardless if he comes back and wins again, because he there's nothing to prove for him. If he goes out now, he's just playing for fun. Right? Yeah. I mean, got house money. I mean, his wife makes more money than he does. Is there any way, like realistically, if he were to play until he his body just can't do it anymore, is there any way he finishes with a 500 record for a career? Yeah, he like how going long would he have to play? Right, so let me let me take a look at this real quick. Like see what's his career record? Like like how many zero and sixteen seasons would he need to go five hundred uh, for a career? Tony, he's got to go to Detroit, man. You'd probably need like no. Another... He doesn't. <laughs> Fine. If he wants to bring down his winning percentage, you go there. Go to like. Oh, fine, I'll make you a deal. Carolina. Brady can come to Detroit. He can play for Bengals. That's fine. No, Mahomes goes to the Ravens. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why? Because it's two different things. The best NFC quarterback. I'm just talking goes about to... you haven't won it yet. No, Kyle, you you love the Lions and you hate the Bears. That's false. You love yeah. the idea of it. Well, so then why can't he go to the Browns? The Browns haven't won it. Or the Bengals. Yeah, fuck my division. No, the Bengals, uh, they won it? Oh, they no. haven't, they've been to a Super Bowl, <laughs> they haven't won it. 
that's right. They've lost like nine times. Have they been to a Super Bowl? Yeah, in the Niners. I don't know life outside of the first round for them. In the <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah. Chen Anderson. But uh, Tom Brady has two hundred and thirty wins and sixty nine losses. Nice. For, uh, career? Giggity. for a career. So hold on, hold on. So just say it again. Shut up, Kendall. Two thirty and sixty nine. <laughs> so what's that difference? Two thirty minus sixty nine. hundred and hundred and sixty one. So he'd have to lose ten straight. Oh, and sixty two. And he'd still yeah, have a winning percentage. It's, it's insane. He'd have to and he'd still have a winning. Is that including playoffs, Mass? Um, doesn't matter. It's his still career record. That's his career record. I think it does. It was career record. He'd have to lose yeah. to his early fifties in order. Yeah. To... Does he have a tie? Um, I don't think so. No. He's got something no, to go for. That's what he's doing. He's staying until he ties. <laughs> Imagine like week three ties. All right, I'm I'd like to retire. <laughs> I've done not, it all. He doesn't have a career tie. Next closest is Brett Favre at one eighty six and one twelve. And oh. then Peyton, well, all right, so I don't know. If you know, told me that was also Brett Favre's interception <laughs> touchdown ratio, <laughs> it I probably is. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know why they have Brett Favre over Peyton Manning, because Peyton Manning has a better record. He's 186 and 79. But Brett Favre has more wins, right? No, they're both 186. So Who's got more losses? Brett Favre. They pro- they probably, so they're both, they're both at two, that's why. Um, but well, it probably, if they probably have Favre as the tiebreaker because he got there first. Yeah. That's probably why they did it. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Well, Peyton so is, so is, well, is now. So. Hey, let's go. Undeservingly, then, I might add. Hey! <laughs> I will fight you up. So, it sounds like it took 13 seconds for them to uh, enshrine Peyton into the hall during the discussion. Do you even think they finished saying Tom Brady's name before they move on? No, have it's there, just boilerplate there, stuff. Has there, been a, has, has there been a unanimous NFL vote in yet? I think Peyton Manning was. I, it's funny. He's, he's, I don't think they do that in football. I don't. Do they do unanimous like weird. they do in baseball? It's not yeah. really like a vote. It's yeah, kind of a committee. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it. this guy's gonna be in. It's like you know, like as soon as the names are announced, like oh, these guys are just gonna be in. I think I think baseball is the only thing that they do that for. In Has there ever been a unanimous selection to the NFL Hall of Fame? Ba- Several ba- most likely. However, the selection process is the same. Blah blah blah. All right, we'll, we'll come back to that after the break. Okay. Just uh, so we'll talk about it. So one thing I want to talk about real quick, I got I was getting into kind of like a Facebook argument that I just stopped talking uh, with with uh, Kyle's cousin Brian. Kid's so, a fucking idiot. <laughs> so if, if you didn't watch the game, um, Antoine Winfield, safety for the Bucks, did a peace sign into Tyreek Hill's face after breaking up a pass in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, I believe. Um, fourth quarter after a turnover on downs, basically when the game was over. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a fourth down play, the last <laughs> hope for the Chiefs to even have a, a look at winning. Yep. Um, and he broke up the pass, and he did the peace sign in his face, which was a revenge from back in the regular season yep. when Tyreek Hill torched the Bucks for like... 270 yards. Yeah, 270 <laughs> yards, yeah. and peace signed Antoine Winfield right in the face, and then yep. did a backflip into the end zone. Yep. And so, do you guys have an issue with the taunt? No. It depends. I mean, I don't think Winfield's earned it yet. Well, but it's, but, but it's, a, but it's, it's in retaliation to no, Tyreek Hill. No, I understand taunt. that. So I don't think you have to earn that. In in my opinion, if if you taunt me, if you if you're if you're spanking me and you taunt me, and then the next chance we play, I'm turning my team spanking well, see, you and I taunt you back. I think that I don't think you have to earn it in this situation. I think no. there's a I difference. I think for Antoine Winfield to like break up a pass, just randomly break up a pass against. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a receiver. Justin Jefferson. T. Higgins. No, no, it's like no, not T. Higgins. T. Higgins has isn't Cooper Cup. Earned. I don't know. Give me like AFC Elite. You mean AFC Elite receiver? Uh, DeAndre, uh, well, now he's on the was DeAndre Hopkins. Huh? <laughs> uh, Keenan Allen. Let's just go with Keenan Kell. Yeah. Keenan Allen. Keenan Kell, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say Keenan that. Kell. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. It's okay to say. I don't agree with souls ever. No, but like, so like, it's okay. if Antoine Winfield, who never plays with Keenan Allen, against Keenan Allen, 
breaks up a pass, and then just does a massive taunt in his face. And it's kind of like, what the fuck? But well, like, that's that's but, what I'm going to say. Like, it, he did it because of retaliation. I don't think he's earned it to do it unprovoked. I think Tyreek Hill earned to do the peace sign against him because he did torture him, and Tyreek Hill has a pedigree in the league as a great receiver. So he's earned it. But in terms of the emotional retaliation, yeah, I agree with that. But if he did it randomly and they had no history or anything, I'd say, okay, I get it, your team's winning, but you're still a rookie and you're not – you haven't earned that yet, in my opinion. But I think in terms of the emotion and what happened in week, whatever it was, sure, I think it was justified. I also think, and to kind of talk about his point as well, Kyle's cousin brought up the point that like he shouldn't get to taunt him when all they did was double cover him all game. And it's like, well... He's not a corner. The last time they didn't double cover him for a whole game, <laughs> he put up 270 yards. You're going to double him. And guess what? Double Tyreek Hill. If you have a good pass rush and you can double Tyreek Hill, you're going to beat the Chiefs. Because yeah. Travis Kelsey's amazing. Yeah, but well, he, he's You're not... giving him 15 yards over the middle. They'll give it to you all day. Yeah, they Travis, away the deep Travis Kelsey will get 115 the whole time, the whole, whole way down the field, and then they'll, they'll once you get inside of 20, they're going to rush four, and they're going to double Hill and Kelsey. Like, like, here's the thing. What the fuck is he supposed to do? Who? Like, like if you're the Buccaneers, right, and he, he did what he did, First of all, it's the fucking Super Bowl, so fuck Tyreek Hill in that situation. Also, too, and, 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 and it's, the other thing, here's the other thing. Fuck anybody who has anything to say about like running running a zone thing. Stopping a, stopping a pass in zone is much harder than it is in man. Oh, yeah. Because in man, you're following your guy. Like right. he can juke you out, and that's the end of it. And then you get him open. Zone in, players are switching zone, off. In zone, you're not only reading him, but you're banking on the other guy reading him who hasn't even seen him yet. Yeah, yeah. And also, he's a safety. Right. So right. he ain't doubling nobody. He's just covering the middle of the field. Right. And that's what he did. He, he covered the middle of the he field. He shadowed Hill for the game. Yeah. We, he, he played wherever Hill lined up, well, he yeah. played, and it was... If you're going to shadow somebody, it would be him. Right. No, he, he, played deep, he played deep safety for the game wherever Hill went. Yeah. And that's why they won. And that's why they won. So. Um, and then another thing. So Mark kind of talked about it. He wasn't a fan of how many flags were thrown. Now... He, Mock didn't. Mock never said that like there there were like egregious flags in favor of one team or the other, but just like a let him play thing. W- where do you guys stand on like the amount of penalties that were thrown, and <clears throat> like do you think that there was some like there was too many, if any, kind of like meh penalties? Well, I mean it sounds stupid, but as somebody who is a umpire and referee in basketball, I've heard that all the time. Oh, you know it. You're really going to call that at this point in the game just just because it's still a foul or penalty regardless of when it happens. It can be in the first minute or it can be in the overtime of the Super Bowl. It's still And just because it's lopsided, that doesn't mean it's lopsided. It means one team is committing more fouls than the other. And it's just how it, However, as an emotional fan yesterday who's somebody who doesn't like Tom Brady, of course I was pissed. Some of them were ticky-tacked. I said the same thing in the NFC Championship game. You know, it was kind of – they didn't call it both ways, which is kind of a cop out excuse, but – were, were some of them penalties? Yeah. Were all of them penalties? I don't think so. I think some of them were a little ticky-tacked. I'm not using that excuse. The Bucks definitely outplayed them. If you He's think the Chiefs got fucked in penalties, go look at the GSWD Instagram. What is it? The Chiefs there from last year, the Niners? The, the, all the Niners yeah. penalties that didn't get called and no, the helmet-to-helmet against the Browns that cost the Browns the game. <laughs> you say the same thing in the, in the NFC Championship game where the, they called the holding on the last play, but then the old lineman for the Pack, or the Bucks was being held. So it's like it was holding. So it's like it kind of you can find anything in any no, game I know that, that can course. go against it. So but, and also, if you think the refs are trying to rig it for Brady, you're mistaken. Yeah, you're dumb. Because there've know. been yeah. years of people wanting Brady to look like the whole deflate gate thing. Some of them were, I think, a little ticky tacky though. Yeah, but 
I know, but the I'm guy just literally saying. tripped the guy, and people had problem with it. I think that was incidental. More fans doesn't would, matter. More, so more fans would be happy and watch more if Brady lost. Well, yeah, I mean, I would have been happy. Well, here's the thing: but they hate him because they ain't him. You said it was overthrown, but you know who was running that route? You cut out my headphones. It was Mike Evans. Exactly, Mike Evans could have caught up to that ball. And with a six foot four frame, he could have caught that ball. That ball but he was tripping, and the other guy just kind of fell with him too. I don't think that deserving of. I think that was totally incidental. And I would have said that if it was the other way, if Tyreek Hill was running that route, I would have said the exact same thing. They would have. They were going to call it regardless because they didn't know. Exactly, and that's what people are saying in that situation. You have to be 100% certain on a play like that where it's a chunk play like that on a penalty. you got to be certain that that's what the call is because those game, those plays change the game. And yeah, but, but on the flip side, if you're – on the flip side, though, you don't call it and it is pass interference. It's the same same argument. I know, but I, I think on that play specifically we're talking about, I don't think anybody would have argued if they didn't call that because it literally was an incidental trip. The guy fell. And well, he had his hands on him, him before he fell, though. So Evans was pushing him too. Not uh, the whole game. It was it was hand right, the whole but, game. That's but, what I'm saying. But if but if you have your if, as a defender, it doesn't matter if it's a foul or not. As a defender, if you put if you have your hands on the back or side of a wide receiver and he goes down to the ground, it's going to get called. No, but that, that that's not the point we're talking about. We're talking about the hail mary or the long pass down. Yeah, that Mike Evans tripped. got tripped. Yeah, no, before but Mike Evans the game, went down though, before they both started falling, there were hands on Mike Evans' sides. Also from back. Evans too, though, or just whoever it I forgot the defender. It doesn't matter if it's from was. Evans as well. But you if can push def- off as an offensive player. I understand. But that's what that. I'm saying. If they're de- both doing it, then. But the defender was trailing. If the defender's trailing and he has his hands on the wide receiver and they both go down, they're going to call it 100 percent of the time. I don't care if it's incidental. They're going to call it 100 percent of the time. I know that. I understand that. I'm so just saying that's, that's why that's people right are call. upset. That's what they're always going to call. It's consistency. But it's, if I'm a fan, I don't give a fuck about bad calls and good calls. I care about consistent calls. That's what I'm saying though. Holding. I know. So then they made the right call because they were consistent the whole game. With everything they did, they were consistent the whole game. Okay. That did it. Kind of. Just leave it. So it's fine. The, the way I was looking at it, and, and it was interesting, is right when the game started, Romo came out and said, he says, hey, listen, this chief secondary is going to hold you. He, he said it, but he's like, they like to hold, and it's going to get them in trouble. And then that same drive, they were getting flagged for defensive holding. I mean, it, it's just kind of how they played in this game. It didn't work out. Um, if you even take away some of what we call, you know, like we were saying, some of the iffy calls, the Chiefs were still losing that game. Yeah. I mean, it, there, there's, there was no yeah. call that was so egregious. I felt gave, you know, the, the Chiefs got a turnover when they needed it, and it got called back on a good defensive holding call. I mean, they, they shot themselves in the foot time and time again. They yep. beat themselves. Line up offsides on the on the field goal. Yeah, right, you know. forward all over again. I laughed and I said, "That's a touchdown." The well, second yeah, I mean, happened. you can't give Brady uh, five downs. Yep. And then you can't give him there a was another chance. like people were complaining about the end uh, going to the halftime where the Bucks were on the one and they call pass interference. People were complaining about that call too, but it was like it was me first and goal anyways. Yeah. No, that was one. on the long pass. That they were. That they was, were that like, was in like the. They were, they were like, like the, the fifteen or twenty, yeah. and then it got them to the one yard line. And that's the, one of those calls that I don't think. No, that's what got them to the one. That's why. I think the pass the, the pass or the at the end of the first half was was from was like another play. I'm sorry. No, that one was from like fifteen. You know what I'm talking about? He threw 20. it to the back of the end zone, yeah. and Evans. To be that was one of the calls that I don't think should have been called. But either way, it was second and one in the goal. Second and one. 
at the one. No, I, I know. They were going to score anyway. No, no, it wasn't at the one. They were at the, like the eighteen. That got them to the one. Okay, okay maybe. And then it was second. Got, it was second and one stopped. on the eighteen. They would have picked up the first down most likely anyway. That was when they got stopped, right on fourth downs. I think that's that got them to the one, and then they ended up getting stopped. But then the next play, that sh- guy shanked the punt, yeah. and then they got the touchdown anyway. So they also said that punter was fucking trash. Yesterday. Well, he had that first good punt, time, and had the like, penalty, and he shanked at it. At the same time, like the pass interference call, like that was a questionable pass interference call. But like Mox said, they they hold all the time, and they were holding all night. Oh no, I yeah. agree. So I know they were holding all night, and like the like the pass interference call that we were talking about before against Mike Evans. Before that, they had already gotten nailed for pass interference once and holding two or three times. So every time the the Chiefs defender puts his hands on a, on a, on a player, and, and somebody goes to the ground, there's a, a some sort of jersey obstruction. A player jumps and doesn't can't get. Like, it's automatically you're gonna get. You're not going to get the benefit of the doubt anymore. Right. And they lost it. They lost the benefit of the doubt. Because right. what do they have? Seven or eight defensive holding and pass interference calls before that before that pass interference call. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got, you, you're you going to know how the refs are going to call it by the first penalty. Yeah. It's a, Once you tip well, your hand, it, it's the Bucks adapted the is, in the and Chiefs. And let me tell you something. Who's the, I don't know who the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs is off the top Spagnola, of my head. Spagnola. Spagnola. But he should be fired. Yeah, yeah, he, he should be game. fired. Not because of giving up thirty points in the Super Bowl. That Super Bowl, if Mahomes and the offensive line were healthy, was going to be a thirty plus thirty plus game, no doubt. Each defense was going to get shit all over. But I agree. Spagnola, I'm sorry, but a, a head coaching crew coaches together. They have been coaching together for however long <clears throat> during the regular season. You know, a head coach and a defensive coordinator and all those scouts, they know this crew doesn't call offensive holds. They are the least offensive holding group in the entire NFL officiating crew. So you hold like motherfuckers till they call it. Once they start calling it, then we start realizing what we can and can't do. This crew, I don't know the stats for it, but I'd be damned if they don't have a track record of calling kind of what iffy defensive pass interference and defensive holding calls. And if they are that type of thing... Don't lean into it. Don't fucking lean into it. You're a defense that holds a lot, then you start doing things like what Todd Bowles did. Okay, instead of holding Tyreek Hill, what we're going to do is shadow him with a safety for the entire game and play zone on his side of the field. We're going to make sure Travis Kelsey is the only guy catching footballs because we can stop Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey can get the ball and not outrun anybody on our defense. Our defense is fast and they're young. Tyreek Hill catches the ball and we're in trouble. And that's what they did. Tyreek Hill had one catch where he caught the ball short and ran it upfield for a good chunk. One. Yeah. Spagnola, I mean, I'm sorry. I think yeah. I think his defensive game plan from before the first snap was a problem. I mean, their defense has been suspect all year. Uh, their defense has been suspect quick. for four years. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, to answer Paul's question, this crew called holding the third most out of all <laughs> there, there you go there you go i mean and they called the most pass interference that's as a defensive coordinator that's your job and it's, and it's right not close. before the fucking super bowl this defensive crew loves to call defensive pass interference and defensive holding and it's not close yeah chiefs suck <laughs> um yeah they did so one thing no, that did. i love to revisit about super bowls is plays that won't be remembered um in the Super Bowl with the Patriots and Falcons, for example, Julio Jones had this insane catch oh, on yeah. the sideline. I remember that. Nobody remembers it except for Falcons fans or real, real football fans. You mean like when the Seahawks guy caught the football off his leg? 
Yeah. Golden Tate. You talking? No, no, no. no. Um, Javon Chris. Javon Curse. Oh, that's right. Javon Curse. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody, everybody right there was like, oh. Helmet Catch 2.0. Jermaine Curse. Yep. Wasn't it Jermaine? Jermaine Curse. Yep. That's no, it. I think it was Jeremiah Curse. <laughs> Jeremiah. Um, yeah, and then the next play, they threw the interception. Javon Curse. No, defensive end, right? <laughs> yeah, for the Titans. But yeah. nobody, in like five years, n- maybe even less than that, nobody is going to talk about that. Layout throw that Mahomes had that hit his. He had beautiful in incompletions yesterday. <laughs> well, so here's the thing, though. I see where you're going with that, and I agree with you. Like that's something, like the athleticism and the heart that he put on for that play. Mm-hmm. But that's not one that I necessarily would put in the bank. It's like the Kendall and I talk about it. The DeAndre Hopkins catch. DeAndre Hopkins as a Texan had the Odell catch before Odell, but it was on an offensive holding so no, call, it didn't so it, it never even got logged in, a, in the in the play. I mean, you saw it. You still remember it, yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you watch the game, you remember it, and it, it made some media cycles. But because the play never actually happened, it, it just, it, it's, it's disintegrated. Right. So because nobody caught that Mahomes thing, it, there's a it, the picture will last, but like, the play the, won't the be the replayed. forgottenness about it is more justified if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if that layout was a touchdown and then they lost thirty-one yeah. fifteen, like then it's like definitely like a forgotten great play. Yeah, but like the ju- I think there's more justification for getting a play that like could have happened, but yeah, didn't. but didn't. Because like because like you want to talk about forgotten plays? You want, in my opinion, in Super Bowl era, the most amazing forgotten play is Mario Manningham sideline grab. Oh, yeah, in the fourth? Yeah. yeah. That that catch, thousand times more impressive than David Tyree's catch. Well, Tyree's catch. David oh, Tyree's yeah. catch. Was luck. Well, no, David Tyree's catch, David Tyree's catch wasn't, it was one seven thousandth of the miraculousness of Eli Manning's scramble. Yeah. Eli Manning's well, yeah. scramble is the forgotten part of that play. <laughs> but Mario Manningham's, like, Eli Manning to Mario Man- that whole play, throw to catch, is, in One my the opinion, the best Giants play in, in their whole Super Bowl history. That. That's honestly, I mean, that that's regarded as the greatest play, like, not even just Super Bowl, just Giants history. I mean, that, that, it has to that be. was, yeah, it was ridiculous, really. I Biggest mean, stage, okay. yeah. All right, we got to go to break so we can come back around on too late. Anybody have anything you want to add about the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, it's it's. Oh, congratulations bad. to Kendall. He's the only one who got a score, some, a score <laughs> prediction, right? <laughs> thank he you. He gets 31 points from the Bucks in a losing effort. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Um, it just, it's, it's too bad that it, it didn't live up to the hype. That's yeah. it. Is this the third worst Super Bowl in our era? The first is definitely Broncos Seahawks. I think it might be second. So here's the thing. I think in terms of disappointment because of the the Mahomes Brady hype, but I was talking and we discussed this yesterday, and I kind of go back on my word with what you and I were talking about it with Mock mm-hmm. about the disappointment for the Super Bowls. Um, we chimed in about it in the group chat. I actually don't know if I agree with it anymore about it being the second or even third worst Super Bowl, and the reason for it is. Yes, the hype wasn't there at a 31 to 9, but there's a way that a blowout can be an exciting game, and that's what the game was. Because the Chiefs never quit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey all absolutely tried their hardest to ball out till the end. The defense kept trying to make plays, and they were consistently making a play here or there. There until until um White's interception in the end zone. There was nothing that you really were like. You wouldn't have been surprised well, if the no, Chiefs came back. No, there was no drive where like you like every single drive they did something on every drive that you were like, "Here we go, this could be it." I mean, right out of the second half, they're marching right down the field. Yep. Like I said to the Cubs, like this is where the Chiefs score a touchdown. Yep. All they got to do is hold Brady to no points, year. and then they come back, and now all of a sudden, boom, we're right in it. Yep. 
And, and there was the Tom and, Brady and, fumble. If they pick that up. Until well, it wasn't a Brady Even fumble. Yeah, that, that, was, too. that gave me some flashbacks of Peyton Manning yeah. in the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, um, it was a bad start. <laughs> no, it was a bad Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you, me. That's uh, here's the thing. That Super Bowl. That was a terrible Super Bowl. That Shut Super Bowl. Up. The the weather played an impact, and it will forever be the reason we don't have a Northern Open Stadium Super Bowl ever again. But man. You have the best. The Broncos have the best offense the we've ever seen. The offense of all time. The best offense we've ever seen. And they were just immediately like, well, I guess that's how the game's going to go. And then they were just like, we're not doing this. And then they like didn't play. Like the whole game. Yeah. They were just like, fuck this. We're not doing it. We're going to stick it to the main. I almost I turned it off. Like, I was just like, I was like, you guys can score at will. Like at will. But that defense was so good, though. doesn't matter. I know, but. It's only because the Steelers played the Browns this year. Peyton Manning made Eric Decker look like a Hall of Famer. Hey, Eric Decker yeah. was. Good, Julius Thomas. Yeah, he was said. okay. He Eric was good in the was not good. <laughs> your whole, your whole, your whole team that year, with the exception of Wes Welker, was good as a Bronco. Demarius Thomas was good as a Bronco. Yeah, he was not good as a Jet. And don't tell me otherwise. Okay. Where else did he go? He went to the Texans, didn't he? And yeah. Eric yeah. yeah. Decker bad after he left the Broncos. Julius Thomas bad after the Broncos. No Sean Marino bad after the Broncos. Wes Welker bad before a Bronco. <laughs> so it was Peyton. Um, um, Peyton Manning was 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 bad for the last Ander- tenure of his time as a Bronco. CJ Anderson was okay. Yeah, but he wasn't good as a lion. Yeah. Was he be- was he good better as a Bronco or after or, or not a Bronco? He as was not Bronco. better as a Ram. He was better as a Bronco. Let me put it this way: that whole Bron- that whole Broncos offense was the definition of Bills having success elsewhere. Yeah, like they like they were like we're all going to be really good here, and then we're all going to leave, and we're all going to be bad. <laughs> Didn't Eric Decker have like five touchdowns in one game? Yeah, yeah. he had a. Yeah. He was really good. Was that player. against the Ravens? Might have been. Week one? Yeah. Maybe. Possibly, was, yeah. yeah, he went No, off Decker didn't go off in that game. Did he not? Demaryius had two. Julius had two. Uh, Welker had one. Eric. Any other yeah. Super Bowl stuff before we sign off for the break? Anything? Yeah. anything? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, real quick, I remember, Mock, you said uh, a lot of times, just wanted to give this shout out. You said it a couple times on the podcast. The first year, the, the, the first of the two Super Bowls when the Giants yeah, beat the Patriots. Game. Yeah. It was against you, Kansas City. You cried. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I saw a picture that someone in your family posted and tagged you in <laughs> from that Super Bowl party when you were a little lad, and you were Holy wearing lad. one of those like uh, like Jester New York Giants hats with the bells. I'd cry, too, if I had to wear that. We'll <laughs> see you guys live on the other side of the break. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. It's the politically incorrect show. Show. Show left. Right. Bring it. Nobody's off limits on PPRNRadio.net. Wake it up. It's Reply Saturday. Your favorite talk shows all morning long. I just got to turn it up. And now, back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk live on the PPRN Radio Network, joined by assholes and yes. guest asshole. Thank you. That's you, your guest asshole. You are a guest you. asshole. I said thank you. No, 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 no. But I want you to mean it. Okay. I mean it. Thank hey, you have I, to mean it. Do you wear fitted hats? Sometimes. What size hat do you wear? Seven and a half. Really? Yeah, why? You think it was bigger? Yeah, you just kind of look like I can seven and a half comfortably, seven five eighths. I can still pull off without it falling off. Man, I got a big fucking head. <laughs> why? What do you wear? An eight? <laughs> well, you got seven and seven eighths. What's the hair? I think. No, hair. dude. When I even when I the the since I've let's see, 
since I graduated college, the sh- the smallest hat I've been able to get into was a seven and three quarters, and that was like bigger than the other seven and three quarters because mm-hmm. they all like are stitched differently, which is right. such horseshit. Yeah, so if you're then, making a mass-produced product, make it one size. You I know. know. I mean, like all the seven and seven eighths should be seven and seven eighths, not seven and, and fucking nineteen sixteenths. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yo. Yeah, holla at your mother. Woo! All right. So, <laughs> real quick, um, Hall of Fame class. This is going to be our final farewell to NFL for the uh, majority of the next two two seasons of uh, spring and summer. So, the Hall of Fame class. Anybody have it up by any chance? I got it. I can pull it up if not. All right. Here we go. Nobody said anything? Sorry. I, I, I was actually kind of expecting Massey to jump all over it. but <laughs> I was reading something about disc golf. What did he ask? All right, fair enough. So the 2020 NFL Hall of Fame ah. class was uh, announced during the um, awards. During the NFL awards, yeah. and the uh, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. We're not talking about it. Kyle. I got stats to back it up, Matt. So do I. We're not talking about it, Kyle. Donald got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it at first, but it's funny. It wasn't supposed to be. He said he said it wrong. Uh, good stuff. All right, here we go. So the NFL Hall of Fame class was announced, and the inductees took place over a two-hour window during the uh, awards ceremony. And the class of 2021 includes Peyton Manning hey. as a Colt. Hey, eh, so what? <laughs> Uh, definitely as a Colt. Charles Woodson, I would imagine as a Raider. Yeah, probably. Uh, Calvin Johnson as, as a, a Bear. Buccaneer, right? Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, Drew Pearson cowboy. as a Cowboy. He was so? also a Niner, so. right? You think so? I think so. Is yeah. that as a Raven? Who? Alan Fanica as a Brown. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, Bill Nunn as LSU. Who the fuck is Bill Nunn? It's one of the old school guys. Bill Nye, the science guy? <laughs> Actually, I think Kyle, he was affiliated with the Steelers over there. Shut up, Sorry. <laughs> yes, he was, Kyle. He uh, helped build your dynasty. He's the guy who uh, told them to draft, like, Mean Joe Green and all that shit. John Lynch as a buck, I would imagine. Yes. Yep. And then Tom Flores, which I would also imagine Coach as Raider. a... Uh, Raider. Raider, yep. Fuck John Lynch. So well, he's down here. You're gonna fight him. He's better GM than he's a fucking player. He was a good player. He was alright. <laughs> <laughs> right. Love that Solos goes back at his word. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much just instantly. With no... Well, like last night, he's like Harrison Bucker's my toast if they win. <laughs> Literally two minutes later, yeah, they're not gonna win. <laughs> no, I didn't think they were gonna win. I just said, no, if they win. I, I know. I, it was just very. It funny, was fucking Kyle. mock being a dick. No, I'm the one who said I that. Didn't, I didn't do anything. Oh, you're lucky, mock. <laughs> So, it, it brings up an interesting topic that Kyle and I kind of, or sorry, Equilateral Souls. About and time I, you said it. What do you mean, about time? I've said it twice, you ass face. Yeah, that was so long ago. You're still an ass face. Yeah. So, it, it, it brings up an interesting conversation that I think is worth having. Okay. What's that conversation? Calvin Johnson. Yes. So we've talked about it on the show. Do we think Calvin Johnson's a first ballot Hall of Famer? And there's been some some yeses and no's. So yeses from the standpoint of how dominant he was, no's from his lack of tenure of dominance. Now, do we what, – what do we think about – 
Calvin Johnson, I, I think the Hall of Fame class for this year was was weak enough from the point that Calvin Johnson could get that first ballot thing. Yes. Do we think as a group that Calvin Johnson deserves it over Terry Holt? Tory Holt. Yes. Well, Tory Holt, Jaguar. To make no. it to make it into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So first ballot, I don't think he's a first ballot, but so, I think he's so more deserving than Tory I'll, Holt. I'll but Tory so Holt's been waiting for like he'll get in. I'm gonna read you numbers. I'm gonna read you numbers, okay? Okay. Calvin Johnson in eight seasons had eleven six eleven thousand six hundred receiving yards. He had eighty three touchdowns, seven hundred and thirty one receptions, and I believe he made the playoffs twice. Yes, twice. Two or three times. Two or three times, we'll call it. Torrey Holt played 10 years, which isn't, by any stretch of the imagination, a long time for a receiver. He could have played longer. But in 10 years, he had 13,300 yards on 920 receptions, 74 touchdowns, two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win. The only thing I will give to Johnson over Holt is that he was the only thing on that team. There was nothing else on that team. Torrey Holt at least had Isaac Bruce on the other side of him. Right. And then Marshall. Marshall. part of the greatest show on turf. I, and I just said Ann Marshall. And whoever else was there. But I think that kind of... So what year was, was the, the greatest title? show on turf? 03? Uh, 2000, uh, 1999 to 2002. Yeah. What year was the year they lost to the Patriots? Uh, 19, uh, 2001. 2001. 2000, the 2000 season, 2001 Super Bowl? Or yes. 2001 season, 2002 Super Bowl? 2000, 2001 season. 2001 season. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 2001 season. So the 2001 season, as part of the greatest show on turf, Torrey Holt put up 1,300 yards on 81 receptions and seven touchdowns. And during the greatest show on turf tenure, Torrey Holt was the leading receiver on that team two out of three years. And Torrey Holt also, from 2000 to 2007, Never was was never under eleven hundred yards receiving. Like I said, the only thing I can say in Calvin Johnson's favor is he was the only weapon. But see, I think so. I I see what you're saying, but I think you're saying it the wrong way, because I think that should hurt Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson put up those numbers as the only option. But you, can... Tory Holt, put up a thousand yards every year Whilst with putting... multiple other options. No, but in, but to pivot from what Mass said though is that. He was the only option, and they knew they were getting the ball there, and he still had all those stats. That doesn't mean anything to me. I think it does. I don't think so. If you know, if, if you know super, that it's going there, but Calvin Johnson was considered a next generational talent because he was right. So Calvin Johnson's expected to do that. Okay. So you Cal- can't hold that against him. I'm not holding it against him, but what I'm saying is, I, th- in my opinion, being double teamed by two cornerbacks is. Easier, it's easier to put up stats against double teams 16 games a year than it is to out-receive three other 1,000-yard receivers on your team every year. If you have if you have 3,000-yard receivers on your team and a 1,000-yard rusher, it's harder for you to put up those numbers every yeah, year than it is against double coverage. What? You're not going to get the, the same touches. Right, yeah. and so you figure in those, in those three years of the greatest show on turf, he put up 82 receptions, 1,600 yards, six touchdowns, uh, 81 receptions, 13-63-7, 91 and 4. So the only thing that really suffered was touchdowns. Yeah. Here's the thing. And he that's, that's expected when you had the running game that they had. Yes. 
in my opinion, he was going to get in regardless, a matter of when. Yeah. No, no. And Calvin, Calvin, Johnson, or when? Calvin Johnson was going to get in no matter what. I agree with you on that. But I think that I don't think he deserved it over Torrey Holt. That's fair. And, and I think Torrey Holt will get in too. It, it just a Torrey Holt will get in. It's just a matter of when. You know, it's, and this is I don't our, know how important it means to them. I'm sorry, but I don't think I, I don't know how important it is to them to be like a first ballot, second ballot. No, I understand that, but that's but I hear what you're I saying. I think it's a I, big deal. So here, here's something too, and this doesn't really like Drew Pearson. I'm sorry again. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like Drew Pearson, like it took him a very long time to right. get in, but he had probably the biggest reaction. And here's just something too. Now this doesn't really aid our discussion that much, but you know, last year they did the the hundred season when they inducted all these people. Mm-hmm. During that period of time, they kind of should have they should have caught up on everybody. They already inducted a lot of people during that year, but that should have been a time where like, hey, let's just get a bunch of people in just to get them in because they deserve to be in. And then you kind of you, you equalize it. Then there's there's less of these type of discussions. Here no. here's where my argument really comes from. And, and, and again, and it's nothing to shit on Calvin Johnson because Calvin Johnson was was absolutely incredible. I mean, in 2014, he played 13 games and still put up a thousand yards, and he only had less than a thousand yards twice, and put up 1,900 in a season one time, no doubt. Does he hold the record for a season for a wide receiver? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, did someone break it? Did someone break his? He broke Jerry Rice's record for. I think. Year. I think it's. I think it's still him. I think. Here's my thing: if you map out the statistics. Because, like, for me personally, from the wide receiver standpoint, the touchdown number really doesn't mean a lot. It's receptions and yards. Because touchdowns, like, when you get in, once you get inside of that, like, the red zone, it, there's so many options. Yep. I mean, you look at even if you go back to when Jerry Rice played, you're still looking at at least two receivers, a tight end, and a running back, and you have the ability from 20 yards out, any quarterback can, can rush a touchdown. The playbook in. gets bigger. Is the, yes. Is well, it's not the playbook. The playbook gets smaller, but the cha- the chances of somebody scoring increase. Right. I guess I should like, have said it that way. If you're from 55 yards out, like if the Chiefs are playing from their own 45, it's Hill or Kelsey, right? Yeah. It's Hill or Kelsey 90% oh, of the time. Yeah. I mean, Sammy Watkins will get oh, one. Hilarious. Nicole Hardman, come right. on now. Nicole Hardman Pringle. will get one. Edwards Hilaire could rip <laughs> off a run. But it, but it's it's Kelsey or it's Walk or yeah. Watkins. It's right. Kelsey or it's, it's, it's Hill, garbage. right? Yep. It's the same thing with the Steelers this year. If you if you if I told you, hey, the Steelers threw a seventy yard touchdown, it's Claypool or it's Deontay Johnson. Uh, more Claypool. I get what you're saying. But but, it, but it's nobody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you get but hey, the Steelers scored a touchdown from the fifteen. Juju Smith Schuster. But but <laughs> if I told you if I told you that it was Benny Snell. Nick Van Ness. Would you have believed it? <laughs> First of all, you had Nick Van Ness. But if I told you it was Benny Snell, would you have believed? Would you believed it? Uh, not Benny Snell, but yeah, I get what you're saying now. Why? Because he hates Benny Snell. No, I just don't think Benny Snell would score from that far. Regardless, <laughs> semantics. Is, well, I think the point is to be surprised. So <laughs> if you if you look at Calvin Johnson's numbers over eight years and you map them out for what it would have been over a ten year career to match Torrey Holtz, the numbers wouldn't have been that egregious. He would have had Torrey Holt by I, I did it last night. I think it was like. 800 or 800 or 900 yards, which is a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a another season. season. It's a season for most receivers. Yep. He would have had him in touchdowns, mm-hmm. and receptions would have been relatively equal. But at the end of the day, Torrey Holt still has two Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl ring, mm-hmm. which matters. Yes. That matters. I'm sorry, but it matters. Hey, that one year that he didn't – was one of the years that he didn't get 1,000? Is that his rookie year? Uh, Who? Calvin Calvin Johnson. Johnson. Calvin Johnson didn't get it his rookie year and his third year. That's okay. Because his rookie year, he had Dan or fucking Orlowski as his quarterback. <laughs> that guy's a pretty bad uh, 
commentator. Like, I'm, yeah. not, like, I'm not like saying like whatever. I'm just saying like he sucked. Yeah, no, Calvin Johnson sucked out. <laughs> Calvin Johnson had 11 drops. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Or to go to school, Owen, Kyle. They his went next, his next lowest. His next <laughs> lowest was 2014. He had 1,077 yards. And then, like I said, and then Torrey Holt. He had Torrey Holt for yards. He had 788 his rookie year, and then he had 796 in 08 and 722 in 09. Massive. And then was above 1100 for the other seven straight years. Massive. What did? Calvin Johnson go to college. I just asked you that. Georgia oh, Tech. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Marshall. <laughs> no, that was Randy Moss. Moss. Yes. Same guy. <laughs> he went to the same college as Derrick Rose. What would have been university? <laughs> Memphis? Memphis? Good, good class out of what, what could have been. No, the joke was what would have been university, Kyle, not Memphis. <laughs> oh, what would have been. I didn't understand the joke. Also, so I got you. Yell Don't at me as well. I got you, too, Paul. Side of the room over there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. struggling. Yell Great penises. Well. <laughs> I have three of them. I, I, I personally, I think Tory Holt should have got in over Calvin Johnson this year. Like I said, I don't think he's a first ballot, but I think if you look, I just think Calvin Johnson's a better receiver than Tory Holt. I think that's what it comes down to. First ballot, maybe not. But yeah, if they gave it to Torrey over Calvin Johnson, I wouldn't be like, "What the hell?" But like, but the Hall of Fame isn't based off of best receiver. It's not. It's not based off of best at the position. The Hall of Fame, the, the Hall of Fame, it, it's it's statistical based. Okay. Statistically, Torrey Holt had the better career than Calvin Johnson. Okay, but I mean, you can say the same thing about like Walter Payton retired early, and so there's running backs who play longer than him. That doesn't mean that they're better, just that they have better statistics in the but period only, that they played. But there's he only was one. But that's a bad comparison because there's only one running back that's had better statistics than Walter Payton, and it was Emmitt Smith. Okay. But doesn't Calvin Johnson hold, you know, he holds the single season receiving record. He doesn't own he doesn't own the re- total re- touchdowns. Well, you said touchdowns don't count. But, but so he doesn't own total receptions. He doesn't own receptions in a game. He doesn't own receiving yards in a game. He doesn't own receiving yards for a career, receptions for a career. He doesn't own, he owns okay. receiving yards for one season. I'm saying if I I know, but if I had to ask you who was a better receiver, Torrey Holder or Calvin Johnson, what would you say? Calvin Johnson, but who had a better Hall of Fame resume? Yeah, but I don't consider rings to be part of that, though. I've never so when su- I compare Super Bowls don't count as part of your being, resume. For, as, for in, in comparing players, absolutely not. I don't agree with that. In, I mean, in basketball, maybe football, no. I don't. So Barry Sanders football is, is not the as easiest good. Hall of Fame in the world to get into. But Barry Sanders, but Barry Sanders put up numbers that are top five running back all time. Calvin Johnson did not. Calvin Johnson had did not put up top five wide receiver numbers all time. Okay, he he probably would have, but he did not. So Calvin Johnson did not do that. Calvin Johnson put up a bunch of numbers on a team that never made the playoffs. He was the only option, which meant he was targeted more than any other receiver in football. He was a generational talent and had not gotten injured so much and played in an organization that knew what to do with draft picks, probably would have surpassed Jerry But Rice I think all those things in factor all- into it, though. So you, so you think that a Hall of Fame... So you think somebody should get into the Hall of Fame on what their career could have been instead of what somebody accomplished. So somebody went out somebody went out with the exact same stat line at half the talent of Calvin Johnson in the same year, won four Super Bowls and put up all those rings, but would never have aspired to what Calvin Johnson could have been. Calvin Johnson still deserves it over him. You're saying that if if that person like if I put a different jersey on the per if it was another person you're saying. No, so like like what you what you just said to me was that those things factor in. So like and what I said was that Calvin Johnson, had he stayed healthy, would have been better than Jerry Rice. 
But well, how yeah, can I you mean, factor that in? That's my opinion, but there's nothing to back up well, that you I know would that. have been. Yeah, so I'm how not... can you factor that in? If that's the situation, then Derrick Rose should be inducted into the Hall of Fame the minute he retires. Because Derrick Rose would have been the most explosive point guard to ever play the position. Had he stayed healthy. I know. Hall of Fame, Derrick Rose? Yeah. Derrick Rose will not make it to Derrick the Hall Rose of Fame. Derrick Rose will not go to the Hall of Fame. But, but if on that basis, Derrick Rose should go to the Hall of Fame. Like, on that basis, Julian Edelman. Right, Julian, Julian Edelman might get in anyway. Yeah. Well, with the exception of the Baseball and Hockey Hall of Fames, the NBA and NFL Hall of Fames are jokes anyway. They let a lot of people in that shouldn't be in. I mean, fucking Terrell Davis has a, a fucking Hall of Fame bust, and he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, he doesn't deserve that. He's only been, he's no, only played, he doesn't. He only played five years. I know. I agree. Calvin Johnson, <laughs> in my opinion, much, I think. Well, we can do it around the room on it, and that's fine. And if, I, if I'm if I'm alone in it, I'm cool with that. That's fine. It's my opinion. Calvin Johnson was the better receiver, but Calvin Johnson didn't play it out his potential. Calvin Johnson didn't break enough records. I mean, he. I mean, notable wise records. The only record he holds is most receiving yards in a season. Which is not a slouch thing to do, but Nick Foles holds the record for most touchdown passes in a game. So that brings up the question: Is Nick Foles a Hall of Famer? No. Yes, he is. Edge the question. He's well, a like, Philadelphia like, Hall of Famer. Like, like, so the point. My point being, Calvin Johnson. What's your question for the room? Calvin Johnson could have been, but was not because of injury. Yeah, he has. The, the record. He, he's done some other minimal records. But did, did Cal, what Calvin Johnson did in eight years, is it worthy of him being in the Super Bowl or the, the Hall of Fame over Torrey Holt? So for me, and this is actually me being a bad fan, I actually didn't realize Holt wasn't already in. I thought he made it in during like the year. Fuck you, Kendall. The year, Kyle. Massey, I'm sorry. Massey. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, being a fan of Troy Holt, and I think my, my preferred Rams receiver from that, that era, I would have him in over. And I and I didn't, until this, this conversation, I didn't realize he wasn't in. And it, I would have put him in before Calvin Johnson, not knowing that. I say the same thing. So you're boiling it down to that. So if Torrey Holt and Calvin Johnson are eligible the same year, who gets in? I'm not being sarcastic. I'm genuinely asking you. Who would you say gets in? Torrey Holt. Torrey Holt. Okay, that's that's okay. Right, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, in my, if you do the math out, Calvin Johnson, if if you go, it, now it's it's the the what would have been thing. You take what he did over eight years, his averages, and add it to what he did. His he would have beaten Holt by like eight or nine hundred yards on, on on yards, which again for the an average receiver is a regular season. But Torrey Holt wasn't an average receiver. We we just we talked about eleven hundred yards in seven straight seasons. That's not an average receiver. Wrong? No, right? I, be, I believe that's a, that's that's elite numbers, especially at a time because Calvin Johnson was playing in that. Not to say that Calvin Johnson benefited from this and he wasn't great. But I'm saying Calvin Johnson also played in a time when the the passing game was transitioning as to the premier thing. Torrey Holt played in a time when it was more balanced. Well, yeah, he I mean, also had a Hall of Fame running back on his team though too. Again, that's my point even more is that Torrey Holt played on a team. Where every single skill position offensive player on that team had the ability to go for a thousand yards, exactly, and he did exactly, which is harder. But than I don't. But I think that weakens argument. If everybody had the opportunity to do it and he did it, then what is the big surprise about it? Because so if everybody did it, who was, uh, who was Isaac the Bruce who was or the Kurt Warner? Probably who was the quarterback that year? Was it Kurt, Kurt Warner? Warner? It was Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. That means that so if all their receivers 
went for Kurt Warner would have had to thrown would have thrown for four thousand yards. No, I understand Minimum. that he stood out of the guys that did it. I understand that. I'm just saying I think that they had such a diverse offense that of course somebody's gonna thrive. But that right. But no but when you have that diverse of an offense, there somebody doesn't thrive when you have that diverse of an offense, someone doesn't catch seventeen hundred yards. I understand that. So but that's what I'm saying. With that talented of an offense and that many people to make plays, catch balls, create separations, somebody that can dominate the run game, an offensive line that can block like nobody's business, and a quarterback that can throw the ball to whoever he wants, whenever he wants, you still went out and balled out for 1,700 yards on 82 receptions for 20 yards a catch. I think the more important question is, when the fuck was he a Jaguar? The last year, Kyle, 2009. Stop yeah. asking. I told you three times. Oh nine. It's cream. right here. Pro football focus. Whatever. 2009. He's worried about his hockey over here, or something. Beating me in basketball. Kyle, what, I mean, I'm assuming you're going the Calvin Johnson train. Yeah. Yeah, and Mike's going. I Calvin think Johnson no, but see, train. I think it's, it's there's a caveat. If you're going straight up the two of them, yeah, you can make an argument for both. I think if the question is, is Calvin Johnson a Hall of Famer? Yes. Is should he gotten in before Tory Holt? Again, I that's don't, the, that's the argument. I'm not gonna lie and say I know a shit ton about Tory Holt. I would have to again. You read most of them, but yeah, it, maybe it's a blindsider. I don't want to make quick judgment. I watched Calvin Johnson more recently and more of my life more than Tory Holt. I, I remember Tory Holt obviously. Here's the thing: I understand what you said earlier about like Super Bowls don't have to be the the end all be all. For me, I, comparing players, Super Bowls. No, but don't I agree mean with that. that like, like Julian Edelman shouldn't get into the Hall of Fame because he has X amount of Super Bowls. Like, it's the same thing with, like, Wes Welker. Wes Welker shouldn't get a... I personally don't think Vince Wilfork belongs in the Hall of Fame. He'll get in because he's got, what, three? Well, yeah, anybody three on those Pats teams. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying, but, like, he doesn't belong. So it obviously does play a factor. But Torrey Holt has a Super Bowl... I understand that. ...with another Super Bowl appearance on top of putting up in his prime numbers that Calvin Johnson put up. I know. I, I'm just so. In yeah. my opinion, like for him to go out and do over the seven years. I mean, seven years. You you can look at those seven years versus Calvin Johnson's eight year span. I mean, Calvin Johnson did nineteen hundred one year. Tory Holt did sixteen hundred twice. I mean, Calvin Johnson should have left the Lions. Calvin Johnson's career is a big what if. If he stayed healthy. If he wasn't a lion. If he left the Lions, it's the same thing. We're going to have that same argument when the time comes for Larry Fitzgerald when the boots are finally hung up. What would Larry Fitzgerald, his career have been if he went out and sought the ring versus stayed loyal? But there's something there's to be said for the loyalty the versus the... There is. But my... I don't, I mean, I don't think Calvin Johnson wanted to play for anybody else. No, no, no but that's not the point. We're not going to get into that, that discussion. The point, I think head-to-head... I think Torrey Holt deserves the nod to the Super Bowl over Calvin Johnson. I mean, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. We do. But are you saying that you you're just saying before Calvin Johnson? Like, if you had to choose this year, Torrey Holt should have gotten in. If if Torrey Holt going in meant Calvin Johnson not going in ever, I no this year. Okay, no that, that that's the difference. I think Torrey Holt should have gotten in this year, and Calvin Johnson shouldn't have. Torrey Holt got snubbed out this year. Yeah. If Torrey Holt going in meant Calvin Johnson came out this year and didn't make it this year. I think that that is the better option. I think that's the the more realistic option for what the Hall of Fame should represent. Because Torrey Holt didn't go... If Torrey Holt went out and had three 
1,100 yard seasons over 10 years and a bunch of 900s with four or five touchdowns a year on 60 or 70 receptions and then had a, two Super Bowl wins, then yeah, Calvin Johnson deserves it over him because he played on a good team and he got good numbers. But, but he went out and got elite numbers for seven straight years and, and, and won a Super Bowl and went to another Super Bowl. And I, I think that when you're... When your stats are that good, I think Super Bowl should add to it. If like if you're like a Vince Wilfork where you don't have turnovers, you don't have sacks, you don't have tackles, but you have four Super Bowls, your Super Bowl shouldn't be the reason you get into the Hall of Fame. But Torrey Holt, the Super Bowl win and second appearance is it's more so just like it's more like polishing off the trophy he already has. It's it's right. making it's making the achievement shine brighter of what his season statistics or his career statistics were. If that makes sense. So, we'll move into, so, oh, damn, I knew it was going to happen. My phone died. So, Mass, you want to look up real quick the 2021? Did you just go heat that up upstairs? I did. That's hilarious. What? <laughs> it's just hilarious. Mass, here's the thing. You asked last night, and I, we just got to clear the air now while you look it up. Look up the 2022 uh, Hall of Fame class. You, you asked us last night about the anabolic thing. For those of you who are new to our group chat, which is all of you, <laughs> We've been joking about Mass with the whole anabolic thing he's on. Mass, we're not we're, we're not joking about it because we think you're lame or because we think you're dumb or anything like that. It's just a funny thing. An anabolic diet is a funny thing. It's just funny. It's just a funny thing. Okay. Whether it be funny because we've never heard of it, funny because it's just it, it's like sometimes there's just people that like no matter what they do, it's funny. You're one of those people, Mass. Thanks. It's not funny because you're you're, you're an idiot or you're <laughs> dumb or anything like that. It's like. We just love you. That's it. Right. There's just certain things. Like, when Kyle told us he was going to massage school, I couldn't have thought of a funnier thing to hear that day. Did you really? Let me tell you something. Everyone's really fucking good at it, too. You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things that certain people can do that are just funny. Hey, you want to talk about what could have been? This guy really... Like, 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 what it could have been like you. Like, being on a podcast and finding out that Massey went upstairs and used somebody else's microwave <laughs> to heat up his uh, anabolic... Are they anabolic? It's stuffed peppers. They look pretty good. They are anabolic. His anabolic stuffed peppers <laughs> in a labeled meal prep container. Nice. It's just funny. It's a funny thing. Yeah. Because, like, only Mass would do that. Right. I mean, like, like, but Mass. Like, Don't fucking the, start that, please. The way I look at it is, like, our group, like, like Mike is a special guest that, like, like, a, like, a special guest appearance that shows up on our sitcom every once in a while. And the five of us are a sitcom. And, like, your character just does shit, and it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kyle's character says shit, and it's funny. What's Mock's character? Asshole. <laughs> wow, right to well, it. Not nice. He's playing 2K5. Mock's so. character is like, the, is like Jim and Pam in the Honeymoon episode, where, like, they weren't really there, but because they spoke on the phone, they got credit for being there. <laughs> Sounds about right. Burn. <laughs> Kendall's Quagmire. Oh, well, <laughs> right. That wasn't good. It wasn't. Right? That <laughs> was not good. Start well, over. When I heard you got it, it, you got the 2022. Twenty twenty two. New Harder. eligibilities include Demarcus Ware, <laughs> Devin Hester, Steve Smith Senior, Robert Mathis, Andre Johnson, Vince Wilfork, and Anquan Bolden. All right. So the three receivers. All right. So Steve I, Smith. So here's where I want to go off of. So I I, I sent this to the group chat and I, I got a couple well saids out of it. I'll say it for the podcast though. In my opinion, I think that. I should probably just find it, but it's too far. My phone's dead. Here. It's too far back. Um, I, I'm trying to forget who I said were the two guys that definitely guaranteed. It was Robert Mathis and Steve Smith. 
Yes. I think Robert Mathis and Steve Smith are the two guaranteed Hall of Famers out of that group. Now, here's the thing. I have one. I've thought about it some more. And I'd like to take Steve Smith out of the argument. I think Robert Robert Mathis is the guaranteed Hall of Famer. I did not see this coming. And Robert (laughs) Mathis was a turnover machine. Absolutely. Robert Mathis was a turnover machine. He was in the backfield more than he was in the line of fucking scrimmage. Yeah. Well, because Dwight took all the double teams. he He was a sack monster. Right, but, like, it's like... It's like you, the Rams. Oh that. no, I love Robert Mathis. Right, but so like, but you're like, not going to say anything Mass, bad. You and I can talk about this. Like what he just said, Matt, you and I can talk about it better than anybody else. How often is Donald double team? Uh, seventy six percent of the time. How often is Khalil Mack double team? Just take a ballpark guess. A lot. Probably 30, over sixty percent. Yeah. Probably yeah. Okay, it's up to the other guys to make something happen when that happens, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to be a good, if you're going to be a good player on a team with a superstar, you got to make something happen. When the other when when the opportunities presented, and he did. That's why, like like Leonard Floyd is playing well for played well for the Rams. Leonard Floyd. That's why Dante Fowler. Leonard Floyd couldn't do that. Akeem Hicks is one on one all the time, and that's why he's a premier defensive tackle in the NFL. So, I think Mathis. I'm going to read this kind of for verbatim for the. And, and I'll oh, go back on what I said. Mathis, I'm so happy. I think Mathis and Smith are sure first ballots. Smith was the model of consistency, and Mathis was a sack turnover machine. Where Bolden and Johnson have a chance because it's a weaker class. Hester was revolutionary, but at the end was a one-trick pony. No. His saving grace is that he holds an NFL record that, due to rule changes, will likely never get broken because they're trying to make the kick and punt return softer and softer as much as they possibly can. Wilfork was a gap stuffer, and that doesn't show up on stat sheets. He had less than 20 sacks and only 500 or so tackles for his career and forced minimal turnovers. But what he did isn't a stat and helped his team greatly. He eventually, however, will get in off of his championships because of that. how good that Pats team was. And I stand by that. I, the reason I'd like to retract from Smith, only because if you go look, I didn't look at years played, but if you go look at Anquan Bolden, Andre Johnson and Steve Smith's careers, they're pretty fucking identical in terms of yards, touchdowns, and receptions. There's not a big difference. If anything, I think Anquan Bolden, and I, I know this is going to rub a certain special guest the wrong way, I think Anquan Bolden deserves a nod over Steve Smith because Anquan Bolden made it to the big game several times. He's got, what, two rings? Ravens or and... Or no, two appearances. Ravens two appearances. and Niners. No, three appearances. He made it as no. a Cardinal, a Raven, and Cardinal, a Niner. That's right, yeah, yeah. He made like, it as a Raven Cardinal. No, no, no. No, not as a Niner. They played so each he, other. Yeah. No. Uh, he yeah, made yeah. as a Ra- he won as a Raven and then left. He made it as a Cardinal and a Raven. I think just two, yeah. yeah. So two appearances in a ring. And then he was on like so the Lions. So if his statistics are the, are relatively the same within 1000 yards or so <laughs> receiving <laughs> within we'll call it 25 receptions and in 20 touchdowns, I think that Super Bowl win gives the nod. I don't I don't say that Super Bowls don't mean something to somebody's career, but I think if you're straight up comparing players, I don't think it factors in that much. Because football is – unless – quarterbacks maybe because they – to me it's like basketball. Basketball you can affect, but football I don't think it factors in because it is literally a big team sport. What if you go off for 270 yards and three touchdowns in a game? In the Super Bowl. Well, that's different, but that's going off the stats of the Super right, Bowl. Like, yeah, but, so if you're so, helping your team so, – but like my point is like what you're saying is like like I I know that you're not saying they don't matter to a career, but I think they do matter to the Hall of Fame. If you have a player that, in your opinion, was better, no, like let's just say player A. There's no names. Let's just say player A was like when you watched him, by far the better player. Well, I think Philip Rivers versus Eli Manning. I think that's a similar sort of debate. But I'm sure Philip Philip definitely has more stats. So well, no, 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 but I don't want to do that one. Like I'm just saying, like let's really just say doesn't. player A, player A. 
like it on paper is the better because I don't think Philip Rivers was that much better than Eli Manning. He might have the stats Eli Manning doesn't have. But that's because Eli Manning longer. But he 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 played longer, and Eli Manning also had a really good running game during that that first half of his career. So, but let's just say player A, when you visually watched him, was the better player. Like, hands down, everybody agreed. Everybody in the world agreed player A is the better player. And he finished, let's just say he finished his career with 14,000 receiving yards, 90 touchdowns, and 800 receptions. Player B, the worser of the two players, finished with 750 receptions, 13,000 yards, and what did I say for touchdowns for the first one? 90? 90. 78. But player B has two Super Bowls. I think player B should get that that Hall of Fame nod before player A. Uh, It's a team game, no doubt. But individual performances play a part. Well, I would have yeah. to say the individual performances in those games. I think that would have to come down to it. But and at that point, it's semantics. But but like so, like are the like the Chiefs weren't in the Super Bowl because of Tyreek Hill. If you take Tyreek Hill off the Chiefs, are they, are, <coughs> if you take Tyreek Hill off the Chiefs this year, are they still a Super Bowl team? No. So that's one individual performer. No, I I know. But so like one, but like one thing. I mean, like Calvin Johnson was the only thing keeping the the the, the Lions from being multiple zero and sixteen teams. You know what I mean? Hey, like, like, the 0-16 Lions have a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that's Ooh, true. There you go. But like, uh, so sorry. like, I know what you're saying. <laughs> like, like if somebody, if if somebody has significantly worse stats but more Super Bowls, that doesn't make them better than the guy with the better stats. But if stats are relatively equal, like Tory Holtz and Calvin Johnson's, we talked yes, about. I understand we're, what you're saying. We're relatively yes. equal. Then I think the Super Bowls play into it, because at the end of the day, that's the goal. I, I don't think there's I, – I personally think you go out – let's – phone's not working. Somebody take out your phone. Got it. How many – calculator. <laughs> calculator. How many How many member – how many team, people are there on a practice squad? Uh, total of 90-something, 80-something. On a practice squad? No, it's like 11. Oh, like oh I thought you meant like for like spring 12. training. No, no. It's 10. Like on a practice squad it's during 10. the regular season. Yeah. 10. Okay, so, so 53 roster spots plus 10, right? Yep. Yeah. So 63 times 32. 2016. If you went out and asked 2016 NFL players what would be more important to them, holding every single statistical position at their at their record at their position or having five Super Bowls, how many of them? I'm being serious. How many of them would say the the, the statistics? Zero. No, probably. I'd a few. say 25 to 30 percent would say statistics, but the rest would say Super Bowl. So you say maybe a couple hundred? Yeah. But if you gave them the option, statistics, Hall of Fame, or or Super Bowls, but no Hall of Fame. They'd probably take. If you win five Super Bowls, you're making it to the Hall of Fame. So you can't you can't give that argument. Well, not so every I, player, but you know what I mean. No, I think if any, I think any player that wins five Super Bowls is making it to the Hall. Every of Fame. Every player that's won five Super Bowls is going to the Hall. Yeah, of Fame. I think Charles if you win, Haley and Tom Brady. I think if you win five, but I'm saying like if you win five Super Bowls, you're going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, you, no, you were doing you were doing something right. Even if you were a fucking backup quarterback, you did you did something right. Wayne <laughs> um, Gabber, baby. Ah, souls. Like, James Johnson. My point James is that Jones. like so. From from like your own goal statistic <laughs> standpoints, like from us, like the statistic thing sounds so great because we don't even come close to having that ability. We probably couldn't even. I mean, we we did it once, but we probably couldn't even pass the wonderlick to get into the NFL. Huh. Um, I scored a. I think I had the highest score. I scored like a seventeen or an eighteen. You had on the, the lowest, I think, Kendall. I 
think so. Either me well, or I was like tied with Jeff. <laughs> but like the point being is that like to us, the people who don't have the ability to be there, statistics are so cool. Cool. Madden makes it that way. Right? Am I wrong? Yep. Kyle, we talk, Fantasy makes it that we, way. Fantasy. We play 2K, Kyle, right? Like, we're playing a 2K franchise where my guy, he's an 81 overall, which isn't the greatest. But because of the way I play, we have two games to go, and I'm four blocks away from being the best block guy of all time. Like, Kyle beat John Stockton's unbreakable assist record with 30 games to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stats mean so much to us because we're not passer. there. But when you get there, when you're at that level, I think winning means more. When you become the kind of player... I think the only time winning doesn't mean more... Is Tom Brady. No, no. <laughs> it is, is when loyalty trumps winning. Yeah. And in that point, stats mean nothing. Like, Larry Fitzgerald... He doesn't give a fuck about Stats mean dick to him. <laughs> I think I think Larry Fitzgerald would absolutely have a career where he played 100% of the snaps with no catches and no yards to win a Super Bowl. I have a question In for Arizona. Just just um, for hearsay's sake, yeah. if Larry Fitzgerald played his entire career with Tom Brady, does he break Jerry Rice's records? No. No, I don't think so because Larry Fitzgerald's not that type of receiver. Okay. I think the only thing I think Larry Fitzgerald might own is Larry Fitzgerald would probably own the receptions record. And I think with the exception of whatever the 16-0 Patriots year – I mean, Randy Moss had a huge year. Wes Walker had a pretty big year, yep. but other it's than that, pretty well spread out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, like, I think it would have had to have been a super. If Randy Moss played his whole career with Tom Brady, if Terrell Owens played his whole career, Calvin Johnson played a fulfilled career with Tom Brady, then yeah, no doubt. Okay. I mean, I think if Cal- there's a possibility that Calvin Johnson with Bat Stafford could have broken his record, uh, there, there, there's a real possibility of that. I mean, okay. I'd have to break down what the number his numbers were versus. Rice's per you know, yeah. I don't really game. want to get into that. That's right, why but I was I'm just saying, uh, like, like I think it would still would have had him been a superstar because the way the Patriots operated was spread who, the ball around. Whoever's whoever's available to make the play makes the play. Right. We're not going to look to our superstars. Right. We're not going to you know, with the exception of the Randy Moss thing, but like even Gronk, like we saw it when you know sensitive topic, but when Aaron Hernandez came in, whoa, Gronk took, <laughs> but Gronk took that step back statistically. Yeah, because Aaron Hernandez was getting open, like and Brady. If Brady's one thing, it's not a forcer. Brady's not going to force the ball to his playmaker in triple coverage because he's the best guy on the team. Yeah. He's going to throw the ball to whoever's open. Yep. So no, I don't think. I think. I think the only thing Larry would have had a chance at would have been receptions because that Larry was a possession receiver. Right. Like that's what. Like I like for you know who would you know who I think guaranteed without any discussion would have had receptions record if he played his whole career with Brady. Who? Brandon Marshall. Yeah, I mean, he played with who? Jay Cutler. Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. Jake Plummer. Who did he play with? Who was the Dolphins quarterback when he was there? Was that Chad Pennington? Henny? Uh, maybe Chad Henny. Give me a second. Chad, Chad Henny. Who did he set the record with when he's 21 passes in a game? Actually, that, Cutler. That could have been Jake Cutler Cutler on the, the Bears. No, that was no, the Broncos. Cutler, that yeah, was Cutler on the Broncos. I think it was Cutler's oh, Broncos. Broncos. Marshall yeah. set that record as a Bronco. I think it was, anyway. Could have been Kyle Orton. <laughs> Kyle Chad Orton? Henny. I'm just saying, like, Marshall, like, <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald, those are guys that, like, th- to them, route running meant more than anything. Yeah, Brandon that? Marshall strived that, to be the best route runner. era of wide receivers, like Ocho Cinco. Hey, I'll tell you, that record will never be broken. 21. Um, 21. No um, not anymore. There's too much talent on teams now. No chance. Chad Henney was the quarterback in 2010 while Marshall was there. 
I, was, I don't think Jay Cutler threw him the 21 passes. He may, I, I thought he I think it was before Cutler. Were they the same draft class? Not that it matters. Marshall curious. was... Brandon Marshall, 21 catch game, well, 2009. Marshall, uh, give me a second. Seven? Uh, Brandon Marshall, blah, blah, blah. I think it was 06. I think he was drafted the same year as Hester. Hester. Kyle Orton. Yeah. Oh, well. So it was after the Cutler trade. It was after the Cutler trade. Okay. Who That's it ha- We traded Orton for Cutler. Did you see Cutler's thing to Deshaun Watson? Hilarious. No, no I didn't. Well, Barstool Sports wrote a thing. If Deshaun Watson wants advice on how to get out of Houston, just <laughs> just listen to smoking Uncle Jay. <laughs> he was Jay dropped in 2006. Said, I yeah, think yeah, players yeah. have more like leeway on where, what happens to them now than they did when I was playing. But just do what I did. And they were like, what's that? He goes, I just didn't show up. <laughs> I didn't want to be Said in Denver. They told me Mike Shanahan got fired. I wasn't a fan. They told me there wasn't going to be any other offensive position, like court, uh, coaching position changes. That was wrong. So I told them I wanted to trade. They said no. So I didn't show up. And then I, was to the, then I went to the Bears. <laughs> uh, what were you asking about uh, who got drafted with him? No, we were just asking what year. I, I just thought, I, I thought it was Marshall Cutler. So here, let's, let's, well, let's Cutler got drafted. The same year. 2006. Oh, it? It's 1024. 1024, yeah. Oh, jeez. We, we already didn't even have time. So the third hour is just going to be the NFL thing. Um, the, the, the Hall of Fame thing. Well, we, we can push back. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we can push back. Just do it next week. No, no, we'll do it. I'm just saying. Because we'll wrap what, up. What, the Hall of Fame thing? So, screw you. No, <laughs> we, I wrote it down. I want to do it. Do we all agree Robert Mathis is definitely the, 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 the uh, more hands-down first ballot out of 100%. all 100%. I personally think Demarcus Ware should. I think if you finish your I, absolutely, I know that like it's it's becoming a more popular thing. But I think if you can finish with over 120 sacks on your career, I think you should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. and he was nice that he kind of he got a ring late. And know, he also, right. but he played a factor in that Super Bowl too. Him yes. and Bond. So I, I think he could be considered the first ballot. Isn't Julius Peppers in that class too? No. No, really? I, think, I think Peppers. Because if it, I thought he was in that one. Give me a second. Peppers. I thought Schefter tweeted well, that. Well, because Peppers went and played like two more years with Carolina. He went back After to Carolina, Chicago. yeah. So he might not be eligible until next Julius year. Julius Peppers like, like retired the, in 2016 with the Packers, so he's eligible next year or the year after. What yeah. is it? What is it? Six years? Yeah, no, huh. it's five years. He uh, he played with the Panthers until 2018. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we got so it. he won't be eligible until 2023. Right. Gotcha. So, it so if you had to give it to one of the three receivers, who do you give it to? Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, Steve Smith, and... And Juan Bolden. Andre Johnson. But Bolden was so good, though. I give it to Bolden. Yeah. <sighs> to get in over the... Th- over, over Johnson and Smith. But see, Johnson is in I'm the same saying, category. I'm not saying, like, they shouldn't get in, like, first ballot. I'm just saying, like, if I had to pick one of the three... Like, if it was, like, you like you can pick three people to go into the Hall of Fame this year. Who's it going to be out of these three people? If, for me, it would be Ware, Mathis, and then Anquan Bolden. I think I think it's Bolden. I, I, Johnson's my favorite of the things. three, but uh, but Bolden, I think. Just yeah, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers, but I think Johnson fell under the same category of, of Calvin is that he just was on shitty teams, shitty quarterback. You know, Not that Stafford was shitty, but you know what I mean. Like just for who? For Andre Johnson. I think too, without looking at the stats definitively, their careers are so similar. You know, they they played roughly the same amount of time. It's literally you know, sorry, let me catch up. Go ahead. No, go just ahead. the same amount of time. You know, there's the stats. You know, some. If one guy wasn't the receiving leader, it was somebody else, you know. I think it's literally the same comparison as Calvin versus um, versus Torrey Holt. It's literally Andre Johnson, I think, is a better receiver than Anquan Bolden was. But I think Bolden probably has the ring, and he probably has 
I'd have to look at the stats. I don't know off the top of my head, but I, I think got you. straight up, I think Andre Johnson was a better receiver. They're than very Antoine close. They're, all three of their it's statistics. the same category argument as Talvin versus Torrey Holt. All three of their statistics are very yeah. close. I just think between those three of them, Andre Johnson was the best receiver of those three, worthy of the Hall of Fame. I'd have to look at the numbers and all that other stuff. But if you're saying they're similar, then that's a different conversation. Steve Smith. Yeah. I have to pee as well. You think there's any chance Torrey Holt gets in over any of them? Yeah. You think Torrey yeah. Holt deserves it over the three of those guys? Yeah. I don't yes. know if, like, if it's deserved, but I think he could get in over Bolden. Yeah. I, I didn't think like the people that are voting like might see it differently people, than we do. People don't remember Bolden as much. They remember Andre Johnson, I think. But, but uh, Bolden on the Cardinals was unstoppable. Uh, then he got overshadowed by Fitzgerald. I'm not saying taking anything away from him. I from understand him. that, but... Bull, Andre Johnson was Bull so good, was though. Also a factor in those Ravens, te- yeah. on those Ravens teams. I say, I, I say. I mean, Steve Andre Smith. Johnson was pretty forgettable after Texas. Where yeah. did he go to? Uh, Colts. Colts. Yeah. Colts. I mean, that's tail end of the career. I mean, you can't hold that against him. I say Steve Smith because I think he sh- could have had only, a lot more. The only reason I give the nod to Smith and Bolden over Andre Johnson is because Steve Smith and Anquan Bolden, after they left their original dominating teams, well, yeah, Steve Smith went out so and still did good things for the other teams. Yeah, for fucking Andre Baltimore. Johnson was kind of whatever for the Colts. I know. For fucking Bolton. Like, Steve Smith was, was still very good for Bolton. I'm just saying at the time, it's kind of the same argument with Calvin, which you don't really care for in terms of, I'm not saying that sarcastically, but like, Andre Johnson at the time when he played was arguably top two, top three receiver. And I factor that into where because of when he played, but you're more about longevity, which well, is I mean, which is fair. I know, but I think at the time in all their primes, Andre Johnson was the best receiver of those three. In their primes. I understand. But it but in terms of like with Calvin, it depends on well, longevity. So can you look up, Matt, also can you look up for me how long did each of those players play? What, what was the question? They all retired the same year. So Andre like, Johnson was probably what? Andre Johnson four? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, question is... <laughs> the three receivers, Settle down, Paul. The three receivers <laughs> yeah, eligible to the Hall of Fame. Played from they... 2003 to 2016. Okay, when... So, Andre 2003. Johnson was 04? Was 2003 to 2016. Okay, so okay, same, so same year. Steve Smith 2001 to 2016. Okay, so literally about the same 1912. Same Can we compare stats yes. at all? Real quick. <laughs> the War of 1912. Uh, welcome back, Kendall. Thank you. Good pee. Good pee for I'm me. I'm about to go uh, follow you up. Hey, good yeah, man. Gotta take a piss too. Mark, how's it going over there, Mark? I'm doing well. What'd you say? So, Anquan Bolden had uh, 1,076 receptions for 13,779 yards and 82 touchdowns. Andre Johnson. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like looking for oh, okay. you. <laughs> Andre Johnson had uh, 1,062 for 14,185 and 70 touchdowns. So, who had more yards? Uh, Johnson. Johnson. By how many, roughly? About a thousand. Uh, no, by uh, like 400. Uh, who had more receptions? Uh, receptions was Anquan Bolden by like 12. And then touchdowns. Uh, Anquan Bolden by 12. Really? So huh. so here's my thing. I, I, we're not going to stay on this too much longer. But Yes, we are. I'm, no, but I'm just <laughs> saying like if you take personal preference out of the equation – I don't have personal. I was a Colts fan. I didn't like Andre Johnson. So there's nothing to back up Andre Johnson being the better receiver. But I think he was, though. But that's personal preference. But I see, think you're going no, off of just numbers, I think, though. No. But that's statistical. But that's that's they, data. Same career, same numbers. Anquan Bolden, two Super so Bowl. So Jarvis Landry has like shit ton of yards. Does that mean he's better than other uh, like other receivers? I don't. Give think... me somebody to say that he's better than or worse than. I mean, he has spot. better number. I'd have to look at them, but there was years he had great receiving numbers because he was getting, you know, numbers don't always tell the whole story. Can, in I, my can I throw Steve Smith's numbers into the hat? Because I didn't. Yeah, sure. 
um, <clears throat> one thousand thirty-one receptions, which is less than both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourteen thousand seven hundred thirty-one yards, which is more than both of them. Two years longer. Uh, eighty-one touchdowns, which is one behind Anquan Bolden, and yeah, and one fight. He played oh, many in just one, just seven, one fight. He played in seventeen more games than Anquan Bolden did. So. I know what you're saying. You can't just go based off statistics. I no, I don't mean it all of it. I understand the fact is, but you know, sometimes numbers can be deceitful. I think because I, you I, also I... have to factor in who they played with. He had Matt Schaub on a shitty Texans team. Like but, that's what I'm saying, though. And Antoine Bolden, yeah, okay. Who do you have? You know, Kurt Warner. Who do you have before that? So who was even the Kevin Cobb? I mean, I don't even know who I was got on it. The... Hold on. How, Kevin how many, Cobb was after. How many times so, did Andre Johnson make the playoffs? A few times, probably, as wild cards with David Carr. Because, I mean, those Texans teams made the playoffs quite a bit. They did. So, Andre Johnson made the And here's the thing Matt Schwab threw, like, at the end. And David Carr. At the end, it was pretty rough. Matt Schwab did throw a lot of pick sixes, but Matt Schwab also threw a lot of deep balls. Stumped the Schwab. Yeah. Good job. Steve Smith was pretty (laughs) pretty far. So, I mean, it's it's tough because the, the quarterbacks each played with really good and really bad. You know, we said, you know, for for Andre Johnson, it was Andre it was, Johnson played four playoff games. You know, it was David Carr, Matt Schaub, um, four. That was pretty much it. And then he had well, Andrew Luck for a couple of years. Oh, uh, playoffs, playoff but it was mostly Schaub. Uh, no, it was most two of his years, career was Matt Schaub. Two years, 2011 and 2012. He only went twice. You know, for for Bolin, you know, Jake Plummer, you know, who had some good years. Uh, Jake Plummer, I mean, Matt Liner, Joe Flacco, <laughs> Joe Flacco. I honestly forgot Mock was But I here. think that does factor in because of how good you are with the scenario that you're in. So, so then again, I mean, how many players are not that good, but because they played with Drew Brees, Tom exactly. Brady, and Aaron Rodgers? I think that factors in. I think that has to be factored in. I don't know. Because Devontae so Adams would... Sorry, that, go ahead. That's the thing. I mean, so you can have a player that's not that good look great because they're playing with the exactly so, somebody like to me like a julian edelman i don't think would be at, considered as great if he played with anybody at philip rivers on the chargers i but, think but, that does but, factor in right but i also think that if you're if you really understand football and you're not just a, a yes football fan that doesn't actually watch multiple games every weekend every, every season you watch you know how many games are played a year well, every team plays 16, 67, 32. 256. So yeah. if you're not, I mean, if you watch 16 games because you watch your team, and then maybe some Monday nighters sprinkled in here and there, if you're going out and you're watching 196 games a year, then you know those things. Like, you, you, those things are, are known to you. You're talking about the things I'm that sorry, I'm, it's I'm 500, saying? It's right, 512 like, games, I'm sorry. But, like, okay, so nice. if you're going out and you're watching the majority of the games, like, those things are, are like, aware to you, like, who's a stat compiler and whatnot, like, Anybody who has that idea, like, they know that Julian Edelman isn't as good as Julian Edelman on the pat seems to be. No, I know. And I'm not saying it's the end all be all. I'm saying I think it does factor in the fact that Andre Johnson put up those numbers. With the, Okay, I know that, that, that what's-his-face, uh, Bolden didn't have the best. He didn't have Drew Brees slinging uh, it to him. But I just think but it does factor in to have such a shitty quarterback. What about quarterback. this, though? What about this point? Devontae Adams, when he first came in, was pretty much a laughing stock because he dropped a lot of passes. He was behind James Jones. He was behind Jordy Nelson. He became the one because they both left, and everyone thought he yeah. couldn't hack it. I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers that made Devontae Adams that good. I think Devontae Adams made I think it's a little bit of both, though. Devontae Adams is still very good. It's the same thing you said about the Broncos. 
you know, I think Peyton Manning made those guys better. Yeah, but here's but the that, thing. Long story short, Eli Manning made OBJ who he is. <laughs> Remember that. Uh, uh, Kyle, uh, this is a serious question. This isn't me trying to jab at you. If Devontae Adams was playing with Jared Goff, would he still be the number one receiver in the league this year? I not think the, so. No, not in the lead. I think so no. because Devontae Adams has really great foot, uh, footwork. He gets open. He breaks double teams. Right, but you have Jared Goff throwing you the ball. It has to be accurate. <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Adam that Jared Goff is not that bad where you can't throw I mean, him granted, he's always... I'm going to say... I'm going to tell you this. I'll, I'll give you his yards and his receptions. His touchdown numbers are massively inflated. No, I'll give you the touchdown. I'm saying him, him as a talent... Oh, that's right. I like, his touchdown numbers, realistically, should be half of what they no, are. No, that's fine. I'm saying as a talented receiver. I'm not putting any stats into it. No, I understand that. But so I then, think Rodgers throwing the ball to him makes But then on the flip side, if let's say Aaron Rodgers plays with the Green Bay Packers, what's a realistic number? Five more years? Yeah. Let's say he plays five more years. Devontae Adams decides, Aaron Rodgers decides, I'm going to hang it up. Devontae Adams follows suit. Do we say that Devontae Adams is a better receiver than, again, similar numbers? Let's say similar numbers. Is Devontae Adams a better receiver than DeAndre Hopkins? I'm not making that standpoint. No, though. but I'm saying, but like, like, but it's the same type of argument that's been going on throughout the whole whole well, thing. I, I What's your question? But, Sorry, I missed it. Let's say Devontae Adams plays the next five years with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And they both hang it up. Rodgers and Adams. Like, let's say they won a Super Bowl and go out on top. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins retires, and let's say they, they finish out with around the same numbers, Adams and Hopkins. But, Ro- but Adams has a Super Bowl? No, no, that, you're not, fa- you're not saying the, that. Who's the better receiver? No, Who I think is a better overall receiver? <laughs> who's the better receiver? DeAndre Hopkins. I agree. Because he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. No, I, I get that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that receivers can make themselves. No, I do agree with that, but I don't think he'd be at the level it all factors in. Someone like Travis Kelsey, we didn't really hear about him until a couple of years ago because Alex Smith started to play better, and Patrick Mahomes made him a well, stud no, tight end. Well, no, Alex Smith only threw the ball two tight ends and running backs. And okay, but Travis Kelsey's Travis been in the league since 2013. He really hasn't been a household name until two or three years ago since Mahomes really well, got there. He's it a does factor player, in. Though. He's a young player. To, to, Kyle's seven point, to, to her to, – not to like derail into the Adams argument, but I think the only thing that I think hurts the Adams argument that you're making is that, uh, like, even if it's been for hot minutes and a lot of it's due to fantasy, and that's a big part of Adams's household name notoriety, he's putting up big stats. Don't get me wrong, but fantasy also helps with big with n- name notoriety. But like, Lazard was a household name for five or six games <laughs> this year, and what's the other fucking smoke there? Saying uh, Valdez oh, Scantling. Valdez Scantling. Yeah. No, I get so that. no, but what I'm saying that what I'm saying is like when you have that like big name guy, but for example, George Kittle, no one's going to sit here and make the argument that Jimmy Garoppolo made George Kittle who he is. Kendall, Mike. no, I know. I would like <laughs> Jimmy G is a friend that of guy mine. Ate the pepperoni, <laughs> but so. I'm just saying I do think it does factor in. Not all of it. It just does factor in a little bit when you look at who, what they played with and who they played with. Coaching staff, all that crap. I think same thing with Calvin Johnson. I think that does play Literally, Torrey Holt played on a team called the greatest show on turf. I mean, of course he's going to have good numbers because their offense was ridiculous. No, I played with the greatest poop on turf. <laughs> I'm saying I think it does factor in. That's all I'm saying. And it all comes so, down to it. They were both going to be Hall of Famers anyway. Kelsey's also been a stud his whole career. I mean, not with Alex Smith, I don't think. He's a, he only had Smith and Mahomes, 
His first year playing a full season, he had 862 yards. I'm not saying he wasn't great. I'm just saying he just he was made by I think Patrick Mahomes, and I think that does factor in. I think if he played with a Philip Rivers or somebody, he wouldn't be as good. Oh, Philip Rivers would be great. Whatever you know, you know what I'm saying. Jared Goff (laughs) type guy. Okay, Jared Goff not that bad. Jared Goff isn't that bad, but he's not great. Kelsey had two two over a thousand yard receiving seasons with Alex Smith. And the two years he didn't, he had. Over 850. Oh, I'm not saying he's not great. I understand that. Hey, so surprise for the third hour. Bracket break. Yeah, I gotta we'll see you on the other side. We don't have brackets. We're I do. A, we're going to break. So we're not doing your Hall of Fame thing? We are. I want to do it. Right. I wrote it down. I did All research. right, we're going to break. See you guys in five. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. It's the politically incorrect show. Show. Show left. Right. Bring it. Nobody's off limits on PPRNRadio.net. Wake it up. It's Reply Saturday. Your favorite talk shows all morning long. I just got to turn it up. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, joined by assholes, all of them. Yep. And we're here. So, Massey wants to do a bracket break? Bracket break. I said we were going to do the Hall of Fame thing first. I thought oh, you said sorry. bracket break first. No. Hall of Fame <laughs> thing first. Okay, so Mass, set the, set the premise. All right, so. Mock, you with us? Mock. Nope, he's dead. Mock, you there? Nope, he's dead. He fell asleep. He's taking a piss. Nope, sorry, I was muted. Two K five. He fell asleep. Um, that was so, so funny that time you snored. <laughs> so I was heating up my burrito. Nice. Your anabolic Swagger. burrito. Uh, yeah. Um, All right, here we go. So with the with the Hall of Fame induction happening during the award ceremony. I wanted to see if we could construct the greatest team of all time, just purely based off Hall of Famers. So criteria was they have to have been inducted. It can't be anybody that's retired that you know is going to get in. It can't be anybody playing right Semantics. now. Listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tom Brady is still I wouldn't in the put game. him on the list. I don't care. How? All right. So. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Mass brings up a good point. I mean, not to get, like, real dark, but, like, Tom Brady goes out tomorrow and rapes, like, three kids. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. That's true. Like, there's things that can keep people out of the Hall yeah. of Fame. Like a Pete Rose. Three kids. Ray um, Rice. Yeah. Would Ray Rice be no, on No. <laughs> <laughs> what could have been? Is that really a question you were asking? No, but I was so confused why he brought it up. He would have been in. <laughs> um, so, criteria was uh, Hall of Famer. Doesn't matter if they're alive or not. Um, we went with one quarterback, one ru- uh, one running back, uh, three wide receivers, one tight end, O-line. Uh, I did all the positions. I'm not sure about you guys. I did two guards, two tackles, and a center. Perfect. That's what I did. Um, I did not. I and did line, we line went line. with the um, uh, four, four three, three defense, defense thank two you. corners, two safeties, and uh, kicker, punter, and returner. Uh, you didn't say kicker. You didn't punter. say that. I said all positions. You didn't say kicker, or punter. Ray guy. Also, is there only one punter? There's no. Is, is there any punters in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Ray Come guy. in. Ray guy. All right. So then everybody, just the go Ray ahead and guy. add Ray guy to your list. Yep. <laughs> Job Ray. Ray, 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 Ray. 
Ray, Ray. <laughs> How are those Coronas over there, Kendall? Uh, adequate. Th- Kyle, Kyle dropped one when he got here. I drank you know that what? one. <laughs> Just because it's so last minute, we're not going to do the the special teams. No, we are. We can do it. We're I did kick her. Just for, for jokes, I put George Blanda. All right. There you go. Um, so what I'd like to do is do this. So can I can I give a, a quick preface to this? Yes. Okay. I would like to do a real quick around the horn because I, I imagine we're going to go position by position. Yeah. All right. I'd like to kind of go around and just kind of give like a, what did you do? Like, how did you assemble your team? Did you just go for the black and white of, I'm going to create the best team all time? Did you go, I'm going to go based off players I've seen play because I actually have basis off of that? That's for the most part like, what I did. Like, did, like, was there thought into why you pick certain players, whatever? So, so we'll start with Mock. Mock, did, like, is, what, did you, what was the thought process in picking your team? It, it was a little bit of both of that. I mean... I said um, three things. <laughs> well, well I, I, the, the two that, you know, between no, the two. trying to assemble the best team possible, but I, I also tried to focus on guys that I saw. Okay. Kendall? Uh, my entire childhood was watching the NFL Network, so I, I learned a lot about a lot of players. Uh, so <laughs> most of it was guys I just know historically who had, you know, good seasons, but I wanted to have certain players that I got to watch that deserve a So you win. did both. And then I have an important question. Did Mass, did you make a team? Yeah. All right, I have an important question for Mass that okay. at the end that's going to kind of really kind of see where a lot of these teams end up going. Kyle, what was your thought process? A little bit of all three. Um, a lot of a lot of it was the players that I saw, but it's a lot of players like that I've heard about as well, and like I actually got to see like NFL Network stuff on. Killebrew. <laughs> Some personal preferences, mostly uh. who I saw. Um, you know, kind of like what you said earlier about like Jack Lambert and stuff. Like you know that they were good, but you just didn't really see him. So yeah, I did a lot of guys mostly on my list that I had personally seen. So Mass, uh, I did more of what Kendall did. I went for old school, but a couple of players that I got to see. All right. So I went mostly towards players I've got to see or like saw things of, or like through word of mouth of like family relatives from like maybe like some division rivals or like things like that. But I. I, I actually really – what I did wasn't – it worked out because, like, a lot of these players are players I got to see. But I built a team that I think would work together chemistry and ego-wise. Hmm. Well. So I, I, I thought about doing that too. So that's what I tried. So, like, there's a lot of names. Like, there's, there's like, names. Like, if you go look at, like um, – we'll talk about it. But, like, like best quarterback or, like, maybe some best receivers or tight ends or offense, whatever. There's guys I left out because I thought that I already had somebody that filled the role they felt they felt from, like, an intellectual standpoint. Does that make that sense? That makes sense, yeah. Like, like I can respect for that. For example, when you get to my head coaching decision, you'll understand why I did it when I kind of explain why I did it. <laughs> so, all right. So, Matt, are we doing this? So, like, best team. You wanted to create, create the best team. So, at the end of the day, I want to – we'll go through each position. We'll debate it, and we will select one. we got to debate quick because we're going to yes. run out of time. So, but – Here's my thing. Are we basing this what what NFL are we basing this off of? Today's mm-hmm. NFL? 1970s I, I, NFL? I, I think something that what Paul said 1990s would... to 2000s NFL. Okay. It's a bowl. Well, I think what what Paul said is So like so... 95 to 2005. Right. Let's call it How about this? Instead, can we call Let's call it 2000 to 2010. Call it okay. the undisputed era. No, 2000 2000 to 2010. <laughs> The defense and run game still dominated the world in 2000, with the exception of a couple teams like the Greatest Show on Turf. Mm-hmm. And then to 2010, we really Sorry, started to see the, the influx of of the passing game start to take over. Right? Fair. Yep. Correcto mundo. Okay. 
So what were you saying, Kendall? Well, I was just agreeing that I Shut think up, uh, a player that can kind of withstand any era of football, <laughs> I think, is. Well, we talked about that off break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, because I talked about how, like, I did not pick like a Jack Lambert or a Mike Dicka because while they were dominant, they played in an era where no one gave a, gave a right. fuck if you the, could the walk out. The guys had no teeth. Like, <laughs> like they, well, they didn't. They played in a time when no one cared if you could walk out of the field or not. Right. Yeah. Like, if they played today, they would be fucking. They'd be the Vontez Burfics of yeah. the, the NFL. Literally. So, all right. So, so are we going to try to compile the best team, or do you want to yes. vote on who you think has the best team? Uh, compile. We can do votes at the end if we want to. I but think I'd like for to time's sake, probably compile. Yeah. All right. Voting would take a while. Let's right. start with quarterbacks. Okay. So this I. Is gonna, <laughs> this isn't going to work for good football then. Uh, I kind of thought we were going to do like a vote thing. So like. Well, we can kind of morph it. Into there's going to be we'll a lot of my goes. guys that aren't going to get nods because they're not the best, but they fit what I did. We'll we'll review teams at the end of that. How about this? We'll morph it into maybe yeah. that. Right. We'll see how it goes. Um, so remark. quarterbacks. Uh, How I many had Dan Marino? Okay. How many had Brett Favre? You don't have. This is a audio medium. We only have to say. All right, name. fine. One for Marino. One for Favre. One. One. Uh, Derek or uh, <laughs> Derek Carr for Killebrew over there. Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David Carr. You mean. No, Derek Carr. No, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Not he wears eyeshadow. Though. You ever seen him deliver on his beer truck? He wears eyeshadow and it looks a, like and Sid a... from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So all right. So how many people had Peyton Manning? I did. I did. Uh, I did. Three. Mock, who'd you have? Montana. Ooh. Mock loses. <laughs> so, what do we think? I think so, it comes down to Peyton or Marino. I think you kicked Favre out. Why? Yeah, I, I also ask why, but I, I think all of these are good choices. Would you say that he's better than those other two quarterbacks? Statistically, probably. But, like, also, his, like, his arm strength was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Still is. He's fucking Brett Favre. He's Hollywood. He's also he's also tougher than the other two quarterbacks. Yeah. He was and we don't Iron know Man. about Dan Marino. I wasn't alive for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I chose Peyton because I I like him. He also Brett Favre kidnapped. never cried about a about a about a sore neck. He also got kidnapped. Yes, they defuse his. Neck Brett Favre together, was never yes. like, oh, get it? Draft yes. my replacement I I so do. I can do Papa John. Dan Marino got kidnapped. Hey, he went on to win a Super Bowl, baby. Oh, I mean, <laughs> he did not. He went on to be a part of a team that was? won a Super Bowl. Okay. So rings, I guess, don't really matter, right? No, they do matter. Oh, okay. Listen, I say but Peyton Manning's, Hall of Fame career was Peyton Manning's Hall of Fame career was cemented before he won that Super Bowl as a Bronco. Okay, yeah, so that that that's just gravy at that point. That's then. my opinion. What, that Super Bowl win? Passer out of the group. Well, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. there's two Super Bowl appearances in, in statistics. And make... four MVPs. And Dan yeah. just put Five in a shit Dolphin squad for a I mean, before Denver? Marino held a lot of passing categories for a long time. I'll defer to you. He won four with the Colts, one with Denver. Right, so Eli was better. We get it. All right, fine. <laughs> so fine. I doing? say Brett Favre. I'm changing my answer. I'm in for favor. I'm sticking with Dan. I got Peyton. I was going to stick hey, with so, Peyton. So until Brady took over the GOAT thing, who was referred as the GOAT? Jerry Rice. I mean, usually it's Montana. The argument is usually Montana versus Brady. Mock, go with the ace, man. No, I, 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 I personally had Favre as the goat before Brady got the goat status. All right, so we have two for Favre, two for Peyton. I, I don't, I don't care if you if you didn't throw a pick in the Super Bowl. Like Kyle, well, Mock, we need you guys Mock, to make a decision. No, Kyle I said Dan Marino. Mock, Mock who are you voting? Favre, Manning, Marino. No, no, no. Well, we're gonna have a three way tie. Well, no, we have one for we have one we have for Marino, one for Manning, and two for Favre. So Montana's out of the equation. No, you got so is you Marino. Got, you got two Mannings, two Favres. 
Oh yeah, and so, one Marino. So oh. it literally, so Mach votes Marino. All right, so you no, he can tie. vote. So you could vote Marino, Favre, or Manning, or Manning, and then Rebecca breaks the tiebreaker. If the, if the yeah. Or if Kyle wants to switch to Montana. No. no. Okay. I'm cool with Dan. Marino. Yes. All right, Mark. Rebecca. She, he did that just for the anarchy. Manning, you suck. Who should pick? Peyton Manning. Royce, Peyton Hillis, <laughs> Peyton Barber. Well, who other Peyton? I don't watch football if it's not the Steelers. All right, running backs. Fucking Name the last Giants game you watched without Kendall. She's just gonna suck. Your Thank ball, you. Man. You can't. Because of Kendall. <laughs> yeah. Running backs. Running backs. All right, Walter Payton. Me. Me. At two. I said Barry Sanders. I also said Barry Sanders. Okay, two right. for Sanders. So I was gonna say like Dana Tomlinson, but I'm gonna defer to. <laughs> Walter no, say no, no. What do you want to say for Lavinia Townsend? But it's not going to withstand. That's why I'm jumping. Mark, Mark, what'd you say? I put Lavinia Townsend. Okay, so we have a three-way tie. Rebecca, does anybody want to? We'll do it. I'd like to do. Let's because we have it right out of the gate. Let's do a chance to persuade. So we have two, two of everything. So Kendall and Mock, you guys get to pick. Me and Massey will pick, and then the the two scrubs over there will pick. Who do you want to defend? Your pick as to why it should be that guy. Kendall. Okay. <laughs> Who do you get? Which one are you picking, Barry? Who's, who's picking defending Barry Sanders? I'll have to do it. I'll, I'll All right. All right. <laughs> who's, who's defending Walter Payton? Who do you think? Okay. So Massive. defend Barry Sanders. Uh, Barry Sanders had absolutely no offensive line for his whole career, and he was able to put up the numbers he did. He broke away from a lot of tackles, did a lot of shit on his own. The most electrifying running back that I've ever seen on game tape, and I've always been hurt like. There's a reason why he's considered one of the gra- the greatest running backs of all time. Did you say date rape? <laughs> yeah, he did. He was date raped. All right, Kendall, de- defend Ladainian Tomlinson. Yes, please. Try okay. to per- try to persuade one of the four of us to change our. Opinion. I'll be open minded. I'm going to give you a quick hint. It won't be me that changes. <laughs> okay, uh, fan, that's why Ladainian Tomlinson uh, basically set the tone for what the modern running back is. Um, he has stats that will never be. Uh, Beat being that 28 rushing touchdowns, I don't think will ever be replicated unless the league kicks a big swing. He holds 117 games. Has has 145 total uh, rushing touchdowns, which puts him, I believe, second all time for rushing touchdowns. Uh, He's also a threat receiving the ball and passing. He has, I believe, (laughs) eight passing touchdowns. um, And I I don't know, a myriad of receiving. uh, Yeah, that's why why I stand. Right. So... We're going to piggyback off of what Kendall said. Uh, Walter Payton is a better running running back than LaDainian Tomlinson, but also a very good pass-catching back, some, something that was like well before the time of pass-catching backs. He's also was like the first player in NFL history to have a receiving, rushing, and throwing touchdown all in one game. And Walter Payton never runs out of bounds. Ever. Let me you, just have to, you have to force him out. Let me just say something real quick. Walter Payton is an absolute stud. Um, I think that he, in my opinion, is the greatest running back of all time, not even with the biases. Mine too. Emmett Smith played as long as he did to to try to cement himself as the best running back of all time, and nobody does, and that's what's – except for Cowboys fans, and no one (laughs) takes him seriously anyway. Because anybody can find one of those at a daycare center. It also took them a uh, superstar team to do that. So I think I mean I think Walter Payton's the best running back of all time. I think that Walter Payton played in a time where he was the guy to stop. They they loaded 
the box with eight to nine guys against him and there's, still put out 150 yards rushing there's and a, never ran out of bounds to do it. Always took the hit to get the extra five yards and was a dual threat back well before it was popular to do. All right, we got to the, vote. There's a run that Walter Payton had where he was touched by 10 of 11 defenders and still gained 25 yards. Yeah. But it sounds like you're making the same argument that you had with, against Talvin Johnson. Was that he was so that he was so good, and that he did so much when they knew they were still getting the ball. But now you're working it against you with Walter. He also Payton. won a Super Bowl. He also broke all the records. I'm, so wait, um, Walter I'm, Payton won the Super Bowl, or that defense won the Super Bowl. A little bit of both. Walter Payton got them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Walter Payton was a very I'm big part of why they Barry. got to the Super Bowl. I'm okay. sticking with Barry. Okay. I mean, Walter Payton was second on my list. I was going to put him, but I put Barry Sanders instead. Yeah, because you hate the Bears. So like everybody else in this podcast. What do you think about Mock? Lions defender? Because I defend Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. Mock's not going to You, you just hate the Mock, Bears. That's Mock, you changing your vote? I'm rolling LT. Kendall? Kendall? He's Kendall? Are you yeah. switching your vote? Um, is he sticking with LT? Yeah. He's sticking with yeah, but don't do Ride or he die. He's doing it. <laughs> well, no, I, can, I have to move on. We can't We can't just have a three or twice. Well, Rebecca know. would have to vote. No, I, I I will defer to you to Walter. Coward. I will defer to Walter Payton, and I'll tell you why. Don't no, care. Moving on. No, no, no. <laughs> this is important because Barry Sanders is in fact probably the most electric running back ever. If you look at the 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 replay <laughs> and all that, Barry Sanders has been tackled for probably the most negative yards. Sorry, I'm out of breath from running up the stairs. Of uh, uh, many why you hot and heavy over this stat. Yeah. Can I go to the bathroom too? Yeah. No, he's he's got the fridge. All right, so how are we gonna do wide receivers? Because there's three of them. Uh, one at a time, I guess. I don't. I don't fucking know. I had Calvin Johnson. Is there right? anybody that didn't pick Jerry Rice? Oh, you know, I'm sure. I picked Jerry Rice. <laughs> I picked Jerry Souls. Rice. Did, did you? I picked Jerry Rice. All right, so throw right. Jerry Rice on there. Do you, is, is there, there anybody, is there anybody there... that didn't pick Randy Moss? I picked Randy Moss. I picked Randy Moss. I did too. Mock. Th- yep. That's already enough. Okay. Right. Okay, and then I'm gonna go. Here's the thing. I know my third guy didn't get it, so I'm going to go with who I think would be the logical third answer, Terrell Owens. I picked Terrell Owens. I picked, I picked Terrell Owens. I picked Souls! Marvin Harrison. Kai, why do you need a flashlight? Look at the fridge. I had uh, Marvin Harrison. Hey! I picked Calvin Johnson. Okay, so then it's going to come down. So you and I have to decide. Uh, the door. Marvin Harrison. Who did you pick? I picked Art Monk. That's Ooh, a good pick. He was great. I went off of building a team that I think would work the best. That's a good pick. All right, so we have to go between Marvin Harrison and Terrell Owens. I'm going to give it to Terrell Owens every day too. of the fucking week. Yep, T.O. All right, so right. T.O. There we go. Nice and easy. I picked Terrell Owens. <laughs> Tight ends? Tight ends. Who Tony picked Gonzalez. Anthony Gonzalez? How many? Anthony or Tone? They're the same person. We got one, two, three, four. Yeah, like Mock? Everybody. I had Tony. All right, so Tony Gonzalez. See, that's where it. the... Being a Hall of Famer mattered here. Yes, so I, I, I picked, don't know how the fuck we're going to do off- I would have picked Gronk. Line. I only had two offensive linemen because I had to look Gronk up guys. Gronk isn't a Hall of Famer. No, that's why I said it. I would have picked Gronk if we were able to pick anybody. So would have I. Yeah, so would uh, well, I. Do you guys want to just say our our five and see how many similar names are? I only have two because yeah. I couldn't think in time. Well, but, 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 but that who, who has right. five? Raise your hand. I only have two. Well, All right. Mark, do you have your hand raised? No. It's an audio meeting. I picked John Hanna, Larry Allen, Gary Zimmerman, Willie Rofe and Olin Krutz. I have one quick, of the five. Really I have two quick, of the five. Really quick to defend Willie Rofe. <laughs> Please he made, do. He made two, two, hold on, not one, but two different all-decade teams. Okay, so How many? Two. two. Two, not one. Three? What position did he play? He was a tackle. <laughs> I'm so I happy. I had Larry said. Allen, John Hanna, Bruce Matthews, I... Allen, uh... Fanica. Fanica, thank you, and Dan Deardorff. 
Ooh, Danny I had Rourke, three yeah. of those. Which three? I had Fanica, Allen, and Matthews. Okay. All right, so Larry Allen's in. We got yep. three out of six, so that's good. Larry Allen's in. I have Larry Allen, Allen Fanica, Bruce Matthews. Okay, so Fanica's in. And uh, three, that was three for Bruce Matthews? Yeah. Bruce yeah, Matthews is in. Yeah, I was probably going to put him on, too, so yeah. I have Kevin Mawai. <laughs> He's up there. He's not. Did anybody else have John Hanna? Who's your fifth one? No. And my fifth one is. Um, oh my God! What did I pick up my list? Okay. It I better had... be somebody that owned a fish factory. <laughs> the two that I had was Jonathan Ogden and Orlando Pace. I had those two as well. Who did we pick? Because we already put. Larry well, we didn't. In. We didn't ask Mark. Yeah, Mark. Who you got? Mark, say something. Hold on, I'm pulling up my thing here. Hold on. Gene Upshaw. Who? Gene Upshaw. Not you. <laughs> Sorry. I can't hear Mark. Okay. Mark sounds like he's in a tunnel. You're gonna keep talking while I'm talking. No, you sound like you're you're talking into a microphone that's in the next room. You do. We'll talk into it in the same room. I have Bruce Matthews. Yep. John Hanna. Yep. Alan Fanica. Alright, so John Hanna can go in. That's three. Yep. So we need to decide between Pace and Ogden. Uh, not true. Olin Cruz got two votes. Did he? Oh, okay. So between the three of those, <laughs> you're really dying. Uh, so Olin Cruz. <laughs> All right. We got two votes, and he owns a mean fish fish market. I he vote does. for Orlando Pace for the homer aspect. How many how many spots do we have left? We have a tackle spot left. I vote Jonathan Ogden. Well, no, who was the center? Uh, center was Bruce Matthews. Uh-huh. I put him down as. Is he Ogden, center? Yeah, Ogden he played four different positions. All right, so then the center's still open. So hold on. I think Olin Cruz deserves it. If we did a center, Olin Cruz is our guy. <laughs> I vote Jonathan Ogden. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> the the two guard <laughs> spots are already taken. I don't care. <laughs> Shuffle them around. Them around. <laughs> <laughs> Move them around. Orlando Pace or Olin Krutz? Real quick around the room. Pace. Pace. Hey, what about what about Forrest Gregg? No. Souls. Why why no? Souls. Krutz. Krutz. Mock. Krutz or Pace? Forrest Gregg. Olin Krutz or Orlando Pace? He just wants to say Krutz. Uh, Pace. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, Olin Krutz or Orlando no, Pace? Isn't that the win? All right. Uh. Olin Krutz. What? Wait, I thought it was tied. It was, and she just voted. It was three to three. Three Crudes, three Pace. Defensive ends. Did anybody not pick Reggie White or LT? I didn't pick LT. Was LT a defensive end? He was a linebacker. LT was a linebacker. Oh, that's true. Okay. And I did not pick Reggie White because I went for team chemistry. I went for Reggie White. I had Reggie White. I did have Reggie White. White. Yeah, just go ahead and throw it. I I picked Bruce Smith and Michael Strahan. I had Bruce Smith. I had Michael Strahan as well. I didn't have any of those. You had Michael Strahan? I I'll vote for Bruce Smith. You didn't have Bruce Smith, like the best sack guy ever? No. I did, and I had two others. I had Warren Sapp and Jason Who's Taylor. Who's your other end? Howard Long. Sapp is a defensive tackle. Sapp's a tackle. Yeah. What oh, position are we talking about? We're talking yeah, about well, defensive ends. Oh, defensive ends. I thought we were doing D-line altogether. No. Oh, okay then. Jason Taylor? I had Jason Taylor. <laughs> no. What's wrong with Jason Taylor? Over Bruce Smith? Well, that's not what we're arguing. You can, I can just float out a name if you're he, saying that's true. I thought no, we were just throwing out names. Not, not when we're throwing Bruce. <laughs> I didn't. Not when we're just not when Bruce Smith is on the table. But you're you saying can. it either has to be Reggie White and then one other. Yes. Yeah, Bruce okay. Smith or not Jason Taylor. Okay. I put Howie Long. <laughs> that was what we were debating. Jason Taylor can't even be in the argument with Michael Strahan. I put Howie Long. Was he an end? I had. Was he an I edge? Had Reggie White and Michael Strahan. So, how many votes for Strahan? Save me. Well, what if I had both? You have to include them. Okay, so yes, me. So three. So we have three Strahans. Okay, how many Bruce Smiths? Me. 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 
three. Uh, Rebecca. No, 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 no. Kendall or Kyle? You can put Bruce Smith in there. That's fine. Who do you think? Bruce Smith or Michael Strahan? Bruce Smith. Okay. Michael Strahan. I'm not letting Rebecca decide that because it's too obvious. That's true. Yeah, we know. Bruce Smith versus Michael Strahan, I'd say Michael Strahan. Would you really? Yeah. Why? Because I just do. Uh, he has a terrible gap, and he talks without lists. But like Bruce Smith holds the record for most sacks. Okay. Greatest hall, greatest team of all time. What the '90s Bills? No, no, no. He said, "Make the greatest team of all time." So oh. the guy that's ninth in sacks, or the guy that owns the record for sacks? I was just putting them together. together that works. Well, Michael Strahan owns the record for sacks in <laughs> the season. That is you know? a yeah, record but for sacks him. for a career is more I impressive. I just like Howie, you know. All right, defensive tackles. I pick, Alan Page and Mean Joe Green. I pick Joe Green and Warren Sapp. I'm with Paul. Warren Sapp. No, fuck Warren Sapp. I'm with Paul. I, I had Green and Sapp. I had Alan I had Page. Green and Sapp. So, Alan Page is right, so it's gr- Green and Sapp. All right. Green and Sapp. <laughs> you guys are all good guys. I love you all. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, middle linebacker. <sighs> uh, I had Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Dick Buckus. Kendall? It's okay to say the guy that killed the guy. Ray Lewis. Okay, it's Ray Lewis then. He's good. Mark, who'd you have? Just out of curiosity. I had Lewis and Erlacher. It's a four-three defense. <clears throat> oh, sorry. <laughs> but I like your. I like your. Uh, can you go Erlacher over Lewis? It doesn't matter. No. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Outside linebackers. Uh, so I had right. I had Lawrence Taylor and Junior Seau. Probably Taylor. Are we doing one outside linebacker? No, two. Because it's four-three. So right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Would yeah. Jack Lambert a middle linebacker? Yes. Yes. So no, I, he was an outside linebacker. I was he? that. Yeah. Oh. I had Jack Lambert and Lawrence Taylor. Jack Lambert would get kicked out of the NFL after one game. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I have him for that one game. I had Jack Lambert and <laughs> no, you have him uh, for one play. <laughs> I had Jack Lambert and Clay Matthews, but because I forgot LT was an outside linebacker. Is Clay Matthews in the Hall of Fame? Clay Matthews no. Jr. Oh. Senior, you mean? No, Jr. He's not in the Hall of Fame. What? Clay Matthews the third is not in the Hall of Fame. Clay Matthews Jr. is. What? All right. What? All right. Who cares? Well, I picked I, all right, so I so I, I picked Lawrence Taylor and Junior Sayo. What was uh, so Derek I'm, Thomas's position? That's what I was going to ask, too, because I actually had Is he Derek a linebacker? Thomas. He's a linebacker, but I actually don't know. Was there a ZDN? I think he's kind of hybrid. I, I, I want to say uh, he was. He's classified as a football linebacker. He, though, he's a linebacker for sure. I just don't know if he's like. He's an kind outside of around, Right. No, he, he, was a, he was a sack guy. Yeah. So uh, he'd be an outside not, linebacker. Yeah, he's an outside linebacker. I just checked. It's, it's like Lawrence Taylor. Like Lawrence Taylor played in a 3-4 defense. Like, so LT was, and you know, it's like Cleo Mack. Cleo yeah. Mack's a linebacker. Yeah. You know no, I mean? yeah right. So we have so LT is in. So yep. name me your second. Junior Seo. Derek Thomas. Okay. Uh, Jack Lambert. <laughs> Derek Thomas. Uh, Mock. I had Derek Brooks. Oh, that was I. He was on my list. I had Jack Lambert. So so we're we tied. Have two. We don't have two for Lam- two Lambert for... and versus Thomas. Yeah. Well, who who's the had that who had Lambert? I did and Kyle did. Oh. Rebecca, had, Jack Lambert or Michael Thomas? I say Jack Lambert because it's a funnier name. They listed Derek Thomas first. I hate my life. This goes to show you how much she doesn't know about football. That's a steal. Yeah. To not know Jack Lambert, that's fair, though. Cornerbacks, uh, did anybody not Clay, put Deion Sanders? I did not. Clay Matthews is not in the Hall of Fame. Clay Matthews Jr.? No, Clay Matthews is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. All right, I'm wrong then. I'll take that. I'll take a shot for it later. Um, you should double check it though. I had Deion Sanders. I did not have Deion Sanders. Okay, but again, I I went a different route. Three Deion Sanders. I had Deion Sanders. Four mock. I had Deion Sanders. So Deion is in. Paul, who did you have? Because you're trying to do chemistry. Champ Bailey and Charles Woodson. I also have Champ Bailey. I have Charles Woodson. He was 
third or fourth on my list, but I didn't put him in. I put Dion and Woodson. I have Charles Woodson. I had Night Train Lane. Ah. Homer. <laughs> Mock. I also had uh, Ed Reed. He was a corner. Sa- a yeah, that's a safety. Oh, I just had it as defensive backs. Oh. Um, <laughs> safety! The, yes, then I had uh, Woodson and Sanders. All right, so it's Woodson. Uh, safety. Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu. Yep. yep. Ed Reed yep. and Ronnie Lott. That's right. And it, the AFC North great and Troy Polamalu. Man, somebody. So did everybody have Troy Polamalu besides Ed Reed? I had Polamalu. Ed Reed. Polamalu. Ed Reed. Yeah. Troy and Ed. Troy and Ed. Wait a minute. Did Seahorn get in? No. <laughs> the last white cornerback. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta double check my notes. All right, who, what about kicker? Uh, I had Blanda. George Blanda. I'm yep. going Morton Anderson. <laughs> How many kickers are in the Hall of Fame? Four. Then the best one. Morton Anderson. So George Blanda? Yeah, George Blanda, sure. Cool, I got three for Blanda. Fossil. I voted, I voted I, Blanda. You're just fighting yeah, for Blanda. Blanda. You're going to die on that hill. Are we all picking Ray Guy? <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the Hall yeah. of Fame. As Ray a, Guy, baby. <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame as a kicker, running back, and quarterback. <laughs> uh, fuck the return spot. What no, about, no, uh, hold on. Return spot. Okay. Eric Weems. Oh, God, get out. <laughs> does, anybody, who, does anybody have a return spot besides me and Mass? No, I do not. I do not. Well, I, I was going to go Hester. He's not in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame next year. Damn it. Who'd you pick for your returner? I had Hester, and then I thought about it. Oh, so I'm the only one? Yeah. Deion Sanders. Oh, that's got to be Sanders. Then I vote we take Deion Sanders out of the cornerback spot and put Champ Bailey in because you can't have him twice. He can play both positions. Nope, 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 nope. Is there anything I can say that change your mind? No. I'm going Dante Hall. Uh, all right, coaches. Lock. What about punter? What about long snapper? Did we, oh, we didn't? Yeah, Punter, we, punter's Ray Guy. Ray Guy. Yeah, we did Ray Guy. We said that already. I didn't hear a punter. No. I just heard a bunch of people He sing. was dying on the... Uh, all right, coach. <laughs> Kendall? Hall of Fame coaches. I think my Hall of Fame coach will be... You say Bill Cowher. I'm going to punch No, him. no, it will be Bill Walsh. Okay. I said Bill Parcells. Okay. Because he would fit my team very well. Okay. Killebrew? No. Mock. Lombardi. Mess. Shula. Dungey. Mock. He already said his. Thank you for saying Dungey, by the way. You're welcome. As a buck, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't win a Super Bowl with the Bucks. All right, doesn't so matter. He, so built he, a, he built a Super Bowl, Bowl team, and then it, the Bucks abandoned him. Matt, that doesn't show up on a stat line, though. Your words, not mine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> So we don't have a single person that said somebody similar. Tom uh, Landry. Well, hold on. So we have a six-sided coin. Yeah. Bill Walsh, Chuck Knoll. Actually, we do. Tony Dungy. Who did Kyle say? We, wait, listen. We have a, we have our dice. We could literally roll the dice. Oh, I got yeah. it. Wait, who did you? Who Dungy's did four. Say? Calling it now. I said Bill Walsh. I'll take three with Chuck Knoll. I will take. Hold on. I'm gonna do this six. now. Hold on. Hold on. So. Ch- check mass. Check down below, on, in front of where the beers would be. What, what number did you pick, Mike? Three for Three. Uh, Chuck Knoll. No. It's the, the foam blue Mox one. Mock six for who? Lombardi. Kendall? Two. For? Bill Walsh. Walsh. <laughs> Fuck Bill Walsh. <laughs> mass? <laughs> one, or, one or five? Yo, what is going on back there? Massey, mass, one or one five? One or five. One. One, he said. One for who? Give him five. Why don't you do a dice thing on like your phone, like Google? But it's more fun to roll the foam dice. It's, there. Find it. it's there. Go find it, Kendall. Oh my god! All right, Kendall. We'll see you later. That's All right, nice stand by, sh- people. It's a nice share. Paul, what do you want to talk about while we're waiting? We're still live. Uh, that.
John Gruden doesn't deserve oh. his Super Bowl ring <laughs> because of Tony. Because of Tony Dungy, the goat, baby. They fucked him over so bad. He's not the yeah. goat. Come on, he's not the goat. And then right as he left after that, Jim Caldwell takes the Colts to the Super Bowl the year after Dungy. So he just builds Super Bowl teams and leaves. <laughs> yep. Jim Caldwell. What a At least he got one while he was there. Uh, Even if it was against Rex Grossman. Hey, whatever gets the W. But I mean, realistically, look at the offense you guys I faced. I don't care. That defense was good though. Yeah, but look at the offense you faced. Yeah, you know what I watched? Their the best player was Musa Muhammad. I know. You know what true. I watched the All other right. night? It is true. Johnny Knox, baby. Here we go. Johnny Knox. He wasn't there. Here we go. Eddie oh, Royal. Can I throw it? Oh, all right. No, you can throw it. You throw it. Throw it down. I was only doing that. Throw it down the stairs. Throw it down the stairs. Throw it over like towards Gruden Cutler yeah, area. Yeah, hit, hit Cutler in the head. No, no, don't do that. That guy's a great. All right, ready? Here we go. Three. Right, go. What number we got? What are we doing? Go, go, go. What? One. I was gonna land on three. I told you to write five for him. He wouldn't have known. Don Shula gets the nod. Shoes, the cobbler. Ugh. Nice joke. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go through our team. Real quick. Uh, quarterback, Peyton Manning. Hey. Running back, Sweetness. Yeah. Wide receivers, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and Terrell Owens. I hit all three of those guys. What? Tight end, what? Tony Gonzalez. Slurred. Left tackle, Larry Allen. Left guard, John Hanna. Center, Olin Krutz. Right guard, Alan... Uh, Fanica, Fanica, Fanica. Right tackle, right, <coughs> right tackle. Bruce Matthews uh, ends. Reggie White and Bruce Smith tackles. Joe Green and Sap. Middle linebacker Ray Lewis. Linebackers LT and Lambert. Cornerbacks Deion Sanders and Woodson. Safeties Ed Reed and Palomalu. Kicker Blanda. Punter Ray Guy. Returner Deion Sanders and the coaches Don Chula. I'm not a big fan of like when offensive linemen want to get skinny after they retire. Like Joe Thomas. Like all he of them. lost like a hundred yeah. pounds. Or Joe Staley. So real, real, real Joe super Staley. quick. Uh, I'd like to give an explanation for my team. This yes, okay. I actually wanted to hear your team. Let's hear so it. Brett Favre, Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Art Monk, Kellen Winslow. So the offensive line. I mean, John Hanalary, Allen, Zimmerman, Rofe, and Kruitz. I, I picked like position guys for their actual offensive line. I think that's the best offensive line. So, I picked Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and Art Monk because I thought Randy Moss would be the deep threat guy with the speed. Rice would be the possession receiver, and Art Monk could play the slot. Yeah. I thought it was a good one, two, three punch. I think that by picking Rice, Moss, and Owens, you just got three guys that are going to be running 30-yard routes all the time. Yeah. And I think that Kellen Winslow, out of the group, is the best run-blocking passing tight end, okay. receiving tight end. And I think Walter Payton's the best running back of all time. I like Brett Favre because he takes chances. Like that's my thing. Like he yep. he will always take the chance. If it, if it's third and nine, he's looking for third and ten every time. He's yep. not checking the ball down. He's not throwing a screen. The ball's going past the line of scrimmage. Yep. Nothing infuriates him more. There is no other quarterback that I've ever watched play football that on a third and nine do- always one hundred percent of the time throws the ball past the line of scrimmage or past the the first down marker. Every other quarterback will take a chance on a screen or whatever. Oh, I'll trust my running back or whatever and blah blah blah. And then they get tackled and they punt. I hate it. Um. So my tackles were Joe Green and Warren Sapp. Good one-two angry combo in Fuck the middle. Warren Sapp. Then Bruce Smith and Strahan. So you got one guy who's just sheer power with another guy that's got more finesse moves. Um, running a three-four, I plan on there being a little bit more blitzing than usual. So that's why I picked Lawrence Taylor. 
And then I had Mike Singletary at the middle linebacker position because I think that out of all of the great middle linebackers, if you go through like the top ten list, I think he's the best field general middle linebacker. I think he's the most like intellectually sound IQ player out of the group. He's Samurai Mike. Yeah. And then I picked Junior Seau because he can both – he can blitz, but he can also cover. He had speed. Uh, I so I left Deion Sanders out from the cornerback position because, in my opinion, a cornerback that doesn't give up the catch. I'd rather have a cornerback that never gives up a catch versus a cornerback that's going to risk it all for a pick. Woodson and Champ Bailey are always going to play the receiver, not the ball. Yeah, I can Deion see that. Sanders will play the ball, and it will help you a lot, but it will also burn you a lot. Yeah, and with Ed Reed and Trey Polamalu at the safety positions, I have two ball hawking and run stopping safeties. I don't need to worry about my corners going out and searching for picks they don't need to get. And then I picked Tony Dungy because a lot of egos on that team. Tony Dungy's a no nonsense guy, very quiet, not going to get in the face of a lot of people. Nope, he's gonna make. He's gonna be like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> My team. I, I like it. I actually like yours better than ours, Tony. Super teams don't. Paul's win. team wins. It's true. All right, so let's do your bracket real quick. No, we don't have time to do. All bracket. right, beer reviews. What's a bracket? Bracket, you know, like a March Madness bracket. We would just put a bunch like of names bunch in of there, stuff, and we and vote, vote against and it, it, and whoever goes in wins. The championship. Oh, that sounds fun. We'll do it next time we're on. Souls, how's your beers? What'd you have? Uh, too juicy. Always great. From where? <clears throat> uh, two roads. Uh, in, I don't know, Fairfield. Bristol, Fairfield. Yep. All right, that's that's two pretty roads. close. I like that it was two wrong towns. So that was good. <laughs> yeah. How juicy is it, Kyle? It's a Bradford. Um, I had uh, two roads in Stratford. I, I always like to keep my two juicy, you know, juicy. Yeah, and I had all my best friends are hopheads. I don't know yet. I haven't really got to drink it that much. All right. Good talk. Kyle, drink it. What do you think? It's solid. I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm not that far into it. All right. Don't drop the mic. I had the peanut butter milk stout, which Paul was wanting I'm to try. To drink. I had three of them. Um, they, it was pretty good. Peanut butter milk stout from Left Handed Brewing. Uh, it's a dessert beer. Not a beer you chug to get drunk, but I enjoyed it. I like peanut butter in my beer. I don't know. I'm different. So, would get again. Yeah, you like to shrug out, too. Mark, how was your uh, sea hag? Seahag, I mean, it's always going to be one of my go-tos. All right. Um, I, I enjoy them greatly. Oh. Mass, how was your uh, Great Value H2O? Uh, it wasn't Great Value. It was Sam's Club oh, Members sorry. Mark. Oh, sorry. Members Mark. How was your Members Carp? Members Carp. Oh, sorry. You know, the Magic Carp H2O? Refreshing. <laughs> more hydrogen or oxygen? Neither. It was equally balanced. Well, it was more uh, oxygen. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh. I was say, wow, just some no, HO. No, drop it. Oh. no, don't throw it over there. Oh, uh, four. Two. Eight. Two. Oh. Two. <laughs> ah, you lose, Kendall. Kendall, what'd you drink tonight? You got Kendall a smattering of things. Oh. Uh, began courtesy of Souls, had the two juicy, um, 8.2%. Big fan. Um, one of my favorite of the readily available hazy juicy IPAs, Stratford, Connecticut. I hope one day <laughs> we can get in there to do a show. Uh, they're real stingy about get, for us. getting, you know, contacting us even as much as we try. Uh, and then I closed the show with a bunch of Corona. Uh, I don't really Holy love... Hammered yes, the did. Corona. No, I had five. 
<laughs> on top of well, a I'll, double I'll, IPA. I'm going to have a fifth once we're doing the, the thing, so I'm going to chug this one. But uh, I don't really like uh, cervezas that much. But Cervezas? It does the job. I, I'm, I'm, I just drink anything. I can't defend myself. You drink 10-year-old beer. Because you're yeah. a bitch. Yeah. Let's see my face, souls. I'm I sorry. just did. <laughs> All right. No, like, actually, I come had, closer. Uh, did we ask Mock what he had? Yeah, yeah. So oh. I, I finished off the night with two Coronas just to kind of, like, drink something without, like, strengthening the buzz. Um, I had two of the All My Best Friends are Hopheads from Beard and Armada out of East Haven, Connecticut. Nice. Uh, 8.5% double dry hopped IPA, golden in color, citrus floral, and hoppy aroma with citrus floral and hibiscus flavors. Uh, I said it was nice flavor and bitterness without overkill on the alcohol. And there's nothing, in my opinion, quite like drinking a high percent IPA that drinks like a session. Gave it four stars. Absolutely good game. Nice. Yeah. Can I tell you something? I think it was the best review we've heard in months. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, it's amazing what happens when you get to the book. <laughs> and I put the label in here. There you nice. go. So, uh... All the shows, Kendall, Mock, whoever, I don't care. Someone, Mock, you want to give us the uh, the where you can find us first? Yes, be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore Ford. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's talking about Tory Holt being better than Calvin Johnson or sending dick pics to Boo. Yes, thank you to Boo. Uh, find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio. So, PPRN has like 10 billion shows now. I mean, we were happy that we were kind of like one of the first. Um, but we're not with the second one. Yeah, I think, I mean, basically we were the second show. Uh, oh, we're coming out with the second one. Oh, wait, we could. Uh, but let's movie, you guys Movies with Mass. <laughs> oh. Um, it would be an Pino- episode. <laughs> Peter Pinot's show, Wednesdays, 730 to 1030. Uh, Pete is hitting the airwaves again with a political talk show. Um, Pete Literally Incorrect uh, That's going to be Tuesday nights at 7 I think that's scheduled to start in March um, Joe Antonio's show Every weekday at 12 um, Best shit you never heard um, Tuesdays and Thursdays At 10am uh, The Boo Show, Boo joined us uh, early in the show His show, second episode uh, Will be premiering Thursdays uh, At 8, so tune into that Make sure you send him your dick pics <laughs> Yeah, definitely Yes Um Friday Night Delight, uh, Mike, uh, it's his other show, that's the same uh, Best You Should Ever Heard, he has another show with his wife, uh, they kind of do the similar thing, but with his wife, obviously our show, Getting Sports with Drunk. Nice. Uh, you should never listen to that, never. <laughs> also new to the network, uh, The Pink Cloud uh, with Kelly Reverb, uh, basically it's a show about addicts who are recovering, they air uh, Monday mornings at 10am, and uh, Corey, uh, he's... Uh, New to the network, he's got two shows, uh, Delem, Monday on Delay, 5 p.m. on Tuesdays, and Choreorama, which uh, takes uh, place on Sundays at 2 p.m. And all the talk shows that occur on PPRN get played again. So if you missed any of the shows, not a problem. You're here again Saturday morning starting at 5 a.m. with us. We kick off that lineup. So You can also listen to us on. We already did that. We already did that, no all more. the stuff. You can listen to us on all the stuff. Yeah, we're, we are everywhere. Yeah. Right after you listen to Two Bears, One Cave on Monday. <laughs> yes. Listen to us. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Mike, thanks for coming on. Appreciate we'll it. Have you always on again a blast. Soon. Absolutely. Always a blast. Um, 
Uh, next coming weeks, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Basketball, hockey, baseball. Agency. No more football. You're so happy. I am very happy. I remember this last year. I came the day after Super Bowl. You're like, it's football, football, so, football in your face. So happy. Football. Yeah. It is nice to take a breather. It yep. is. Because uh, I didn't even want to talk about the Super Bowl today. Well, we're going to do, well, we tried to limit the Super Bowl talk. We'll talk about like 20 minutes. On. Yeah. So we'll do our, uh, we'll do some, we'll do some free agent smatterings here and there. When that heats up, we'll do our our, our group uh, first round mock draft when the draft season comes around as well. Kyle and I will be doing our full seven round mock draft again. Dude, that was rough last year. We're gonna <laughs> do it again though, Kyle. No, I know, but it was rough last year. Seven round uh, mock draft for what? We did a full seven round mock draft for the show last year for NFL. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah let me was, tell you something. It's really hard. It was rough. Oh yes, I do remember that. We well, got like a mock like draft. Like, we got thirty two picks right. Oh, nice. Like exactos? Yeah, nice. like where they went. Yeah, nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Considering, yeah. And I got to tell you, in, in all honesty, I'm glad that we didn't get the kid the Giants got. What was his name? DeAndre Holmes. Yeah, DeAndre Holmes. Every every time, DeAndre, every time, like once we got into like the fourth round, I just kept saying DeAndre Holmes would be a good fit here. <laughs> just like just hoping. DeAndre Holmes would probably work out here. Because <laughs> um, the Bears needed a corner, so every time the Bears was like, DeAndre Holmes. Holmes. DeAndre Holmes. I can't tell him no. No. You told me they should pick Jalen Johnson, and they did. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how that thing works out? I told him the Steelers should take Chase Claypool, and he was like, no, 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 no. They're a T. Higgins team. And I was like, okay. I mean, Higgins so. wouldn't have been bad on the team either, but Chase Claypool is very good. Yeah, but you need a whiny TikTok bitch. Well, of course. That's, <laughs> that's Kyle. Yeah. I don't do TikTok, bitch. Oh, GSW should have a, have a TikTok. Again, nice. Aaron Donald didn't deserve it. Anyways. Oh, God. All right, so we'll see you guys next week when yes, we talk about all kinds of nonsense, all kinds of fun stuff. Yes, he did. Actually, game show next week? Game show next week. Game show next Is week. Is it going to be ready? We're probably going to take a break from – actually, you know, we're, we're, I mean, not a break from sports because all our game shows are kind of sports-themed. Yep. But we'll probably do like a three or four show stint of, of game shows of sort – to kind of take a break from like the the mantra because NBA is a little slow right oh, now. Now you do the game shows. The You're more stuff. than welcome to come on for a game show. Yeah, okay. you can come. You on can't participate. You all right, that's <laughs> fine. You have to sit in the corner. I'll sit next to Rebecca. We'll sit there silently. No, you get to sit with John and Jay. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> and you can start your own podca- podcast, John and Jay with Killer Mike. Killer Brew. No, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. Killer. All right. No, drop a brew. Never on this show. No, that's Kyle. Kyle drops a brew. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Sheen Washable. Yes. Go, go. <laughs> uh, Kyle just choked. <laughs> Kyle just gagged on his That's own his name. Go, go. Uh, uh, all right, start it over. Hopefully he'll live to see another week. And Equilateral if he does, I'm just cupcake the Riddler. The Riddler. Riddler. Sheen washable. Yep. Yes. No. Equilateral souls. The mask, Chris Massey. Um, don't drop the mic. And the rat of a red baron. Rat. <laughs> Yeah.